Good evening. Welcome to the Tuesday show. How's it going? Hi, everybody. I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? What's up, on Davey? We're all good? Yes. All oh, right. Well, that's what apparently that's what people are saying, so... Thanks for joining us on this day of Summer Games Done Quick, where a ton of cool stuff is happening, like, right now. And Dang. has been. And it was cool. Did you see earlier the dude did a blindfolded uh, Pac-Man... Not Pac-Man. Um, uh, Punch-Out on the Wii... Um, oh, on the Wii? Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same same thing as doing it on the NES. Dude, right? no, no, no. His menuing was ridiculous because you have to select with the Wii mode. He even did the menuing with it the... It was crazy. <laughs> it was so sick. Uh, and now there's like a Zelda randomizer. Anyway, a ton of cool stuff Jesus, going on. Thanks okay, for joining yeah. us instead. I don't know why you would. But thanks, I appreciate it. It's because we're a short period, you know. We're short. Yeah, they're doing yeah. it the whole week. Also, tonight is Dive Kick. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is being done by ESAM. We will definitely plug that again before we close the night because I'm definitely going to watch that, and I hope that you do as well okay, if that's feasible okay. for you. But what we're going to talk about now is Samurai Showdown thoughts. Mm-hmm. We'll also talk about tournament results that happened over the past weekend, including Tiger Uppercut and the fight, etc. We'll talk about CEO, which is this coming weekend. We will do our first viewer-selected 5-5 matchup topic, which I'm Ooh, excited about. We'll talk yeah. more about that when it comes to it, but uh, thanks a lot for participating in that, everybody. That's super cool. Then we'll get to assorted other FGC news. Yes, so a lot of stuff to talk about, you know, a lot of just things happening as well that we'll touch into once we get to the end, so. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So let's first talk about Samurai Showdown here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this smile on his face. Oh, Look at this smile. Man, look, I'm just going to start off by saying Probably for the best. I'm having a great time with That's it. I, I, I played it with Olaf and Corey for a small period of time. And yeah, I'm really enjoying the game right now. I'm, I, I, I'm having fun with it. I'm getting feelings from it. As a fighting game that I haven't gotten in a while, you know, just because it's, it's just, I mean, it's just like I said in my, oh, so by the way, guys, if you guys haven't, don't know this, but on YouTube.com slash TV, I already put up a big giant three hour video of all the uh, basic mechanics. It was a stream. They're all coming out. In fact, in 20 minutes, the last parts are also going to come out, but the whole video is there. So you can watch the full you know, three hours if you want to, but then I've divided it into 20-minute chunks, so that way you can also watch it that way as well if you're looking for specific mechanics and stuff. So I did watch some of that stuff, and it was it was useful. It was okay, cool, cool. cool. And um, so basically, again, I've been enjoying One of the things I said in that tutorial, though, was that one of my favorite things about this game right now is that frame data doesn't matter, and it's been a long time. Thanks. Whoa, that was loud. Yeah, I turned it up um, on my in my end, and I think it might have changed things. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, because so, we're using the same one. Okay, yeah. there you go. Okay. Thumbs up. Um, <coughs> Thanks for the sub. Wheat lad. I was like, did I mess up again? <laughs> That's my B. Um, but yeah, so it's been a while since I've played a game like that, right? Like, I've always been saying games like ST don't really require frame data knowledge or anything like that. And I feel like Sam shows the same way. It feels like it's just me with good reads and just doing things that I feel like doing and because I just feel like it's the right thing to do. And that's basically been happening. And it's just, it's awesome. 
it's really fun and I'm enjoying all the different characters. Now, the balance in the game obviously is not great right now, in okay. my opinion. I, don't, I, don't I definitely that. think that there are some characters who are clearly stronger than others and and then there's like characters who are okay, there are characters that might struggle a little bit, and then there's Koshiro, right, who's just sitting there at the bottom who just hates everything Mega about ass. life. Yeah, he's just he's like gigantic ass. He's basically deleted from the game, I think. So but uh, outside of that, uh, I'm really enjoying the game a lot. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it, and it just it feels like a, I don't know. Like I said, it's just it's bringing back a lot of good feelings where I'm not having to worry about it's your turn, it's my turn. Is this minus? Like everything is punishable, so it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as turns and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's one so, way to put it. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean like it's kind of the opposite of Super Turbo, where everything was plus or everything pushed you out of range, so it just didn't matter. Yeah. The only exception was like Bison Scissor Kick. Yeah, right? it was rare. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really really nice so far. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I think it's. I think it's like a 12th century ascetic monk's take on what a fighting game might be, <laughs> or it's like, what if you put a room of people from birth into a cave and shined lights uh, on the wall and then showed them shadows of what a fighting game was? What if it was Plato's cave of a fighting game? I think that it's like, what if, oh, man. what if Fantasy Strike was, what if in Fantasy Strike the jump-ins were punishable? Like it's that, I think it's so boiled down that I can't imagine it lasting. Okay. <laughs> it, it, there's, there's just, <clears throat> every fighting game has development, mm -hmm. strategic development. Every, every game does, not just fighting, every game does. So I'm sure that this game will as well. Mm -hmm. I think that probably not much. Um, I think we're probably like playing most of what the game is mm -hmm. immediately, because uh, I don't think that there's a lot that you're gonna be able to like carve out. There's not like a lot of. As a player, you're you have the tools that are given to you, mm -hmm. but there's not like room to make your own tools or your own ideas. Um, you're just you just have a game in which nothing is safe, so. To make a decision is a bad idea, just at a fundamental level. Like, to make a decision is punishable, is to be punishable. Mm -hmm. um, and that means that your, like, strategic options are funneled down into, like, very few right. choices. Um, and that's, that's, in particular, a matchup thing. There are definitely some matchups where you just can't do a thing in a way that has been, like, deleted in a way that doesn't <coughs> exist very often nowadays. Mm -hmm. But even without that... Uh, you just like shouldn't be pressing a lot of your tools a lot of the time. You just like shouldn't mm -hmm. be doing mm -hmm. most of your special moves. Yeah, about half of your normal buttons. Uh -huh. uh, jump ins tend to be either unsafe or create a mix up that's like probably not what you wanted. Okay. Um, and so there's there's no like ground level to build on. You're like building strategy on such a shaky marsh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to disagree with a lot of that because, I mean, when I play, I'm barely using anything except for A's and B's and jumps that right. a lot of times and running throws. That's yeah. like largely what I'm using. But, right. I mean, again, that's something I come to expect from the series. Okay, yeah, I mean, so you know? again, I, maybe I should have prefaced by saying that I haven't played a Sam show in mm -hmm. any serious way in the past. I've only occasionally messed with right. games uh -huh. a thousand years ago. So I'm definitely coming into this new and... 
I don't like how it feels at all. Yeah, I mean, like, one of the things that, you know, I've been doing when I play is I almost never use the C button. Yeah. But that's why the C button is so fantastic, because when you do use it, and it connects, and it drains 30%, I mean, I definitely won a round because, you know, I did something, and I just predicted... The mic was going to run in, yeah. and I just hit For C, sure. and I, I caught him with it. Has and happened I to me, too. won the round right when it was... I mean, the, the other thing, too, is that I know you are using Tam Tam, and I know his C is, like, super good. Tam Tam is obviously ridiculous. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's uh-huh. no doubt that he's... I Look, I don't know the game, all the characters very well, but mm-hmm. how could he not be top tier just, like, by yeah, looking yeah, at his yeah, tools? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, so, so granted. Now I'm also playing with Wu and Darley more because I okay, think that they're okay. the uh, other characters that I would be interested in. Right. And they have very different takes on how to do mm-hmm, stuff. Like mm-hmm. Wu has to, in order to set up like projectile or trap, trap. like you, just, you have to, it's a particular spot, right? Right. Like, so yeah, so yeah, your yeah. options are very different. She doesn't have these half screen buttons that Tam Tam does. Mm-hmm. And she's Dar- really slow. And she's too. slow. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Darley has kind of a silly cross up game, but. Uh, other than that, a couple of good buttons, a good jump in, but like... Dude, Mike is obsessed with using the hammer. He just hammers everything because it becomes unblockable and stuff. And then if he get, hits you with the heavy one, you fall dizzy, and then he gets a free super special move sure. and stuff like that. So he's just been... She's kind of a wall. He's kind of going hammer crazy with her. Yeah, so. I, th- I think that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But those characters suffer from the same issue, which is... Because I don't think it's a character issue. I think that it's a gameplay issue of it just being yeah. very slow. It's just mm-hmm. a very slow game. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, that's fine if, if you like it, but I think that that's, uh, I don't want that. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't want that. I mean, that. I don't feel the lack of creativity in the game because I do feel like a lot of characters are doing some really interesting things. Now, do I think it's going to be, like, super deep or anything? Like, is it going to be Guilty Gear? No, not even close. And, in fact... It's it's interesting because it feels very old school to me, right? Because even back like in hyper fighting days, you know, you could talk about the strategy of characters and stuff, and you'll find things with normal moves as time goes on. Yeah. But for the most part, special moves are so powerful that that's what you just did. Yeah. Like if you're a Honda, you were like, I'm gonna headbutt, man. Eh, now, if it's blocked, it's fine. Right, you know, you just, I'm just gonna headbutt because this is what I want to do at this moment. You know, and you find all the good stuff around that eventually, right? And so in this game, I, I, I kind of feel that same way, that the characters are going to come up with a lot of little creative things over, over time. But, you know, the nice thing about it is they're both this kind of game where the matchups are very distilled. It's very clear what's happening in the matchups. Yeah. That using multiple characters, again, like old school games, because old school games were like this. We played multiple characters you just did right mm-hmm. you didn't you don't do that anymore because it takes a thesis to learn every character in most fighting games these days right so you have to grind this character but one of the cool things about sam showed to me is that you know when i'm playing against you know olaf and Corey, that i'm just switching characters all over the place i can yeah. play them and a lot of I can play them a lot with feeling now. Like, whenever I play Street Fighter V and I pick up a new character, as soon as I, like, like if I'm Sagat and I uppercut somebody, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't research which buttons to whiff to dash up to get my perfect meaty. Mm-hmm. I'm using the character clearly incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I don't have that when I'm playing any of the characters you in the do It's a bad idea. Well, right. But the thing is, right. it, even, if it, if, even if I wanted to, it doesn't matter. Right? It's, that's the thing. You shouldn't be doing it. Shouldn't and be. so 
it's great because I don't have to worry about having to research this weird frame data thing. I can just take the tools that I have and play them and use them how I feel like that they should be used. And that to me, I actually feel like is more of a fighting game than, than math fighting, like, like a lot of fighting games have become. like excised a huge portion of the potential options in fighting games because it's, everything is unsafe. Right. So, so I think, I think it's, it's like strange to phrase it as that you feel that there are creative options that could be found because none of them are safe Maybe you find like some wild meaty where something finally gains mm. advantage. I don't know. Maybe that could happen. But, but it's ba- barring that, every decision that you make in the game is inherently a bad one. There's yeah. there's no you you are battling among bad decisions because right. everything's unsafe. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the it's like strategy and interest is. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, I, I get I, when it comes to ST and the fact that you could play different characters and you could kind of play on feel and mm-hmm. it wasn't framed at heavy. That I, that's cool, but in that game, things were safe. Everything was safe. So, yeah. so it's uh-huh. the op- so so rather right. than rather than having a denuded character with four or five effective options, mm-hmm. you have, you know, four or five important options. Right. But you you have more potential tools. There's more room for development. Something could happen where Faye becomes good a thousand years later right. because he has these advantaged good things. It's not. It's the opposite in Sam Show. It's it's the character has bad things, and one of them, like Tam Tam, mm-hmm. has really far buttons so far that characters can't even punish them if they. Yeah, this is definitely put in by me. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I think that it's uh, it's a very. Yeah, it's like pared down. It's a, it's a monk who's taken a vow of silence. It, yeah, I but I think it's that's what makes it cool when you land that stuff. I just don't get that feeling. When you land some of the stuff that you know is unsafe and you just have that call out. I mean, that's, and you that's get landing them. stuff. To, yeah, to yeah. land stuff is to have done something unsafe. Right, and that's the thing. is That's what makes this game really fascinating to me is that it is largely kind of just you use these certain tools and you play with that, but then that's where the creativity comes from is just when you want to throw this crazy thing out and it's a great read and it worked and it's, it's awesome. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm having a good time with it. So, I, well, I'm glad. I mean, and and, and it's interesting. My yeah, is not to say you shouldn't. And, and that's the other thing too is like a lot of people that you're playing against online probably don't aren't playing at the right level as well. Oh, I'm much better. There's no doubt. Yeah, because C 100%. is C is definitely deflectable. You know, you're I'm probably playing. And the thing is, you're probably playing against a lot of media people. To be honest, with I don't you. know. Right. I, well, I mean, I played last <laughs> night and this morning, and the game's out. So it's oh, probably okay. Okay. It's probably not now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not pressing C very much. C is okay. like my punish. Right. C yeah, is yeah. like a big read, I guess. Mm-hmm. But usually I'm doing his half screen jab or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. His really good yoga fire or whatever. <laughs> his, or his <laughs> he's, bomb bag. He's so good. He's got all these things, yeah. He's so good. I mean, yeah. Nerd Josh won dropkick yesterday with Tam Tam. So I think uh, Tam Tam is just really strong of a character. So Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, for example, like, when I was... Because all Olaf is doing is playing Darley. So, mm-hmm. like, when I played against him, that's all he was using. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was using a lot of dash attacks. He was going for a lot of throws. Like I said, he was using the hammer all over the place. You know, he was going crazy with the hammer. So I felt like he was doing a lot of different things. 
I didn't feel like he was only just doing like three things. You know what I mean? You so. said three things right now. <laughs> well, no, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, he was doing, he's jumping in a lot at me. He yeah. was, like I said, he's just doing, it, it was it was mixed enough, right? Okay. So, yeah. I, I've watched some other people play the game, and it seems to me like about how I would expect that it's, mm -hmm. it's the slow kind of game and... To, I don't know. To me, it, to me, it feels slow. Maybe I've been playing too many other games, but um, I, again, I don't mean to say that people shouldn't like the game or shouldn't find interest in it. Mm -hmm. This is my own view, and I think there are plenty of positives about the game. Right. Just not the gameplay, but uh, <laughs> but the art is great. Uh, it's slow. Yeah. Right. If you like the slow play, that's great. And and again, I don't mean to say that you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. But my view is that it's slow to a degree that is yeah i mean what, what i'm starting to discover it's interesting because this is very educational for me because i thought that this game would kind of be up your alley because there's like no execution yeah I'm it's down for all that. about reads it's all about my but you actually you're more of a fan of like games where you can lab setups you like you like well i do i tricky do like that. things you like traps you like I kind like of that. like that kind of stuff right i, do, I, I definitely do like that I also like not that, right. but the games that I like that aren't just about that are games where you have options, and I right. feel like this game is is the opposite, that it's not about a game of options. Mm -hmm. It's about a game in which you have... Nobody has good options, so right. you do the li the least bad, or you're willing to make a bet that your yeah. even worse one is yeah. okay. So that, <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's what I don't like. I'm on board with the idea uh -huh. of slower play. I play grapplers and zoners. I'm playing slowly all the time. Right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on board with the idea of not very high execution. That tends to be what I want anyway. So I'm like on board with some of these ideas, but the fact that you, there's nothing that you can... There's no... Tools. Yeah, you're you're not you're not getting stuff. you're not getting the enjoyment out of that part. Yeah. You're not getting the enjoyment out of just like if I'm Ukyo, I'm just poking with B. I'm just poking with B a lot. And you I know. and I and I enjoy that. Okay. Like it's it's fun because and I even like the slow walk speed now. I'm actually starting okay. to appreciate the slow walk speed because it makes for much more precision on distancing and stuff like that, right? It's easier to go, if I'm this far away, I, it's easy to move this far away to make sure I'm at a specific range, you know? And the run makes up for the slow walk speed easily, right? I'm not even worried about the slow walk speed half the time. So I don't yeah, even feel like it. Injustice one where yeah. it's, you're, you're either, everybody's Makoto, Right, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a game where everybody's been playing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I wish I could agree, Oric. I've heard plenty of other people who have the same. I mean, my my certainly my intention is not to cause other people to dislike it. Mm -hmm. And you should definitely give it a go. It's got good things going for it. Right. You know, but it's not. It's definitely not for me. For sure. I'm still trying to give it a go. Like I'm, right. I'm open to the idea of being wrong about this. Dude. So I've been playing it yesterday, last couple of days. I played it online. Right. I'm intending. I played it offline last week. I'm intending to stick with it for another couple of weeks, and like yeah, maybe I'll yeah. find something. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's probably just not your cup of tea. Like me, Corey, and Olaf were playing. Every time we landed something, dude, like we were screaming. Like we were actually just like, oh, like, Gah! like there was. I have, like, in a lot of fighting games, I haven't done that in a long time. 
where I landed something and I pop off. Like, I haven't popped off in a fighting game in a long time, and I was definitely doing that in the game. Like, I just, like, I'd hit something, and I'd just like, God, you know? And I'm just, like, super happy about it, and, oh, God, it feels so good. (laughs) I was playing against this poor earthquake. I stamped down. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Round start, jump back, fierce instant overhead as, uh, as like my round start is: Do I do jump back fierce or low fierce? Yeah, I mean, but did you did you watch? Did you watch? They're both the, punishable. Uh, yeah, did you watch the the, the, the Josh does. match? Because he played yeah. against guys like uh, Eliver, who they play all the time because yeah. they live together. So you know, he was punishing a lot of that stuff, right? Oh, so it's all punishable. He would course. get hit by jump back. See, as long as you're not crouching. If you're crouching, you get hit okay. and you reel longer. Okay. And you cannot punish it. If you're standing, you can punish it, okay. right? So that's that's a little bit. It's weird. It's just like ST again. Yeah. If you're standing, like third, the, the yeah. hit stun is shorter. If you're crouching, you get full on combos, yeah. right? And so yeah, like he would get hit by the jump back C, but he was standing, so he would just dash up and uppercut yep. him before he landed and stuff like that. So I assume everything's punishable. I haven't yeah, been playing yeah, the game yeah. thinking that was so, safe. I don't know. I just I think it's I think it's good. So I'm enjoying it. So, uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I really do think that's true, Canada KOF, that commentary is going to be very important for very this game. Very important. I very, highly agree very with Very, very important that. in I this game. I highly agree with so, I'm worried, I'm worried about commentary for this game. Yeah. Because there is this weird trend of commentary where people like to be informative, but they forget to do things in an informative way that sounds interesting. Okay. <laughs> A lot of people will just be like, oh, okay, so the reason why you want to do that is because blah, 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 and that's punishable. And you're just like, you have just lost like half the people watching, right? Yeah. And so you need to be like, oh my God, oh, that was so smart because he did this and blah, 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 you know what I mean? Like that. And so if people are commentating this game and Samurai Showdown, they're like, oh, okay, he got, yeah, that's punishable, so we got him with the C, you know, like, it's just like, you're, you're, I mean, that kills any game, but I think Samurai yeah. Showdown, you're going to have to be in particularly good about building the, Why the, is that? the the tension. Because it is a slower-paced game. Because it is a slow-paced game. And again, I don't think anybody who enjoys the game denies that at all, but it's just they enjoy it. It's something that's fun. Why, why do you feel as the commentator that you need to make the tension clear? Shouldn't because, that be... I mean, it's the same way that I felt about Killer Instinct as well. I felt like that game was another game that was going to live or die by commentary. You know, and Killer Instinct stuff is happening all over the place. But the thing is, it's just the combo breaker system and all that stuff like that. If you don't talk about the decisions that are being made there, if you ignore the fact that they don't try a combo breaker in the middle of the combo then you're losing a lot of totally. the information in the game. It's it's just about disseminating information. You know what I mean? It's not because I have to find a way to trick people into thinking it's fun. Okay. It's just that you have to inform people what it is about the game that you should be expecting. You know what I mean? It's the same thing that when you and I commentate Justin matches. Mm-hmm. Like at Capcom Top Cup top eight, Justin versus Problem X, everybody said it was great because we were commentating it. I like to think so. <laughs> yeah, no, it literally was. It's because we were commentating it. Because to a lot of people, that's boring. But when we commentated it, we were like, oh, he's doing so smart because he knows yeah. that he has this lead and da-da-da-da-da, right? It's the same kind of thing. We were able to build the proper tension in that match and build the proper idea. And yeah, that's maybe what Sam Show really is about, right? Sam Show is all Justin Monat matches. You know what I mean? So, so I was thinking about this comparison, and I think that I think it's not that great. 
the the reason that I'm so impressed at a player like Justin is that he chooses which tools to use and not. Mm -hmm. He has to put plenty of tools that are safe. Right. right plenty right. of tools that are even plus on block, but he doesn't do them because he it's a particular strategy that he's chosen mm -hmm. where he's not doing those things as often. He's purposely trying to freeze you out. But he could be doing other stuff. Right, yeah. I like that that's the choice he's made. In Sam Show, you, that's not a choice. Well, yeah. That's the video game. Mm -hmm. and, and so I don't know how you get, I don't know how you get the play style variety. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. I, I, I'm, uh, as you can tell, I'm not that into it. But I'm, I'm also very curious to see how high level play would look in month one not i mean day one not, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but month one versus month six yeah i i don't know if there's going to be much i don't think that there's going to be much change, change to it yeah yeah but i mean weirdly enough i don't feel that about a lot of fighting games these days just because the technology out there is so good right i mean we're figuring out a lot right. of things dude i mean in that happened in SF5 and it happened in BB Tag and it happened in basically all the games I paid attention to. Right, right, right. And not the games that I've liked have been any, you know, obviously better. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know enough, but I'm sure the, other, the same kind of thing happened in Caliber, which I stopped paying mm -hmm. attention to in Tekken mm -hmm. and so forth. Right, right. That definitely still happens. Yeah. In Mortal right now, nobody thinks Gears is top three anymore. Like that's, right. and nothing has changed other than that we have played the game differently. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's going to happen in this game, too. I do feel like some characters okay. are going to change tiers. I mean, I thought Shiki was horrible, horrible as well. Sure. And uh, apparently Mike and Olaf, uh, Olaf and Corey don't think she's as bad. She's still low. She's just not Kyoshiro tier, which I thought she was before. Another interesting one is, like, Didimokov thinks Haumaru is in the bottom tier. Wow, okay. And uh, Olaf and, and Corey think he's in the top tier. <laughs> right, right, right. Right? So there's okay. definitely a lot of, you know, variance already between what people are thinking. Like, I was using uh, Haumaru, and I just started discovering that his water bottle is a really good move. So I've just mm -hmm. started using the water bottle a lot. Sorry, sake bottle. That's right, sake. sake I saw, I saw yeah, yeah. Part of it, yeah. <laughs> the sake That's bottle. Funny. I started using the sake bottle yeah. more just as a poke uh -huh. because it can't be deflected. Because uh -huh, uh -huh. that's the thing is that uh, Haomaru, one of his biggest weaknesses is everything he has is deflected right, except for kicks. He doesn't have a low stab. And so I just started swinging the water bottle more and it's actually much safer on block. Like it can be punished by lights and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but it can't be punished heavily. Has no deflect animation, so he's not stuck there or anything like that. And so all of a sudden my gameplay changed with the way that I was playing him. Ukio, I was playing him very defensive, very poking and very footsy. Uh, against Olaf and then I started going ham at some point because I realized that it wasn't working against the way that he was playing and all of a sudden that fight completely changed and Olaf was like what happened you went 180 and the fight completely changed on me you know what I mean so I still feel like there's a lot of things to be discovered about the game and I, I definitely grant that on day one there's I mean again every game has mm -hmm, changes mm -hmm. of course of course I, my, my my concern is that in three or four weeks that that will have basically ossified at that point and that mm -hmm. six months later it won't have changed much i don't see that much room right for change day one of course mm -hmm. of course even mm -hmm. though you guys have been playing it for a week maybe you're in week one now yeah, yeah right yeah. okay mm -hmm. but week four beyond that i don't know they played it for 48 hours dude like everybody <laughs> does that when a game comes out i don't anymore but everybody else does <laughs> the, you know. yeah but they were having fun oh they yeah cool fun, cool so. yeah, yeah, I know, yeah i know i know they're into it yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's great. I'm yeah. glad that there's a game that they yeah. like that uh, that they're into for yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Anyways, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a lot of fun. Again, it's just, it, 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 it brings me back a lot to what I do enjoy the most about fighting games. It's just, it's, it's about just the decisions that you're making less as opposed to the game. And it's ironic that I say this because you're saying the exact opposite, but I feel like a lot of the other games are telling you what to do with everything. You know, because I can take the frame data of a move and I know exactly what this move is designed for. You know what I mean? This one is plus on block. Oh, this is the pressure tool. This is the combo tool, right? This one is minus on block, but it's a good... Like, it's interesting that for MK, I don't sit there and experiment with moves to see what to do with it. I read the frame data and then I know exactly what to do with it. Yeah, okay. And I feel like I don't have the ability to decide what to do with anything. I'm not the one who's dictating how to use everything. Everything is dictating to me how to be used. And that's kind of frustrating. You know what I mean? So this game, because everything is negative, I don't care about frame data. And it's really just about, I, you know what? I'm going to do this because I feel like it's going to land this time. And then it lands. It's fantastic. You can do that in any game. Yeah, you but it's... No, I don't think you can, though. Sure. Because the other games, the damage isn't as high. Yeah. The reward is not as great. It's not for, good. Yeah, the reward is not great for landing something crazy like that. It's not that. good. Right, but and that's you, the big difference you could, right you there. You could play that. So, it, so if, your, if your complaint is that you don't want to be dictated to, mm -hmm. you, could, you don't need to be dictated to. Right. You, you, could, you could also do bad ideas in games that have good ideas. But there's a game now where there's only bad ideas. Yeah, but the thing is, you're never rewarded for the bad idea. You're never rewarded for the bad idea in the other games. Sure, oh, you, I mean, yeah, you no, are. it's never. Like Now you're it, not going to get an 80% super. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to somebody and I'm gonna just going to do like raw, raw, uh, like, okay, I'm going to just sit there and do teleport with Scorpion all day, right? You're going to die because all you're going to do is just block that and get killed. I mean, don't do it all day, but it's... You do. You can do it a lot, and some players are really good at that. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't recommend playing that way, right. but that's a tool that you have that's good, and you can use it in a bad way if you'd like. You probably shouldn't, but you could. Right. Whereas in Sam Show, tools are bad, and but there's, there's see, not. But the, see, the, the, <laughs> there's the, not a good way. There's yeah, only the bad. Way. But the problem is, that's the thing: is you're not seeing that there are good ways to use a lot of the tools. I'm not sure that's there the are. part. I but think, see, that's, I think it's like you're like having it's it's a little pyramid in which you've constructed only bad options, and there's less bad up here, but there's not like great. Dude, even when I was playing against Gibby. Like, he would just do Jubei uppercut randomly out of nowhere, and I would just end up walking into it, mm -hmm. you know? And I was just like, you know, what, what, what's the reason why you would do that yeah. there? But, again, that's the thing about <laughs> because, this game. Yeah. Right, that's the thing. But that's what makes it feel good, is that you can be rewarded for that kind of thing, whereas in a lot of other games... That's why I think Kyoshiro is so bad, is because the frog doesn't mm. do any damage anymore. They took that good tool of his that's a bad idea and just made it bad in every sense because when you do connect it, it doesn't do any damage anymore. You know what I mean? So before it was like 40%, but if yeah. it got blocked, you died. Yeah. But when I played Sam Show 5 Special, even though I knew I could get killed for doing it, I would do it all day and I would land it all day and it was awesome. But like nowadays, you can't use it and so now Kyoshiro sucks. So Kyoshiro is exactly what you're talking about. It's a character with bad ideas and they're just bad. Yeah. And there's nothing good about them. But there's so many characters with ideas that you shouldn't be using 90% of the time, but then that one-tenth of a time that you use it and it works is why it feels amazing. So, 
Yeah. I think I think my reaction to that <laughs> that situation so far is, I wish I could use this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a regret, you know. It's like a. Mm-hmm. It's like a reminder of a potential thing that could have been cool, but instead mm-hmm. I have to save it for once every ten matches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. Uh, I do think that there's cool stuff in it. I think the art style is very cool. Mm-hmm. I really like how it turned out. The menus are very cool looking. Some of them could, you know, the UI leaves something to be desired, I think. But the the art style of the game, the music of the game is like fits super, super well. Mm-hmm. I think it's great on that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and the backgrounds are beautiful. Very, very cool. The backgrounds are really nice. So, but yeah, when you play the game, and it's it's way different than what you think. It is definitely not. You a should try it. Yeah, game. don't yeah, don't it, let me dissuade you from trying and it. That's one of the things that I, that's that's interesting to me. Even during the, the the little basics video that I did, you know, I was just telling people like you just can't expect this to be like a game that you've played before yeah, if you've it, never played Sam Show before. Yeah. You know, if you are a person who comes from Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, and you're like, "Hey, I use this kind of character. Who's the analogy in? Who's yeah. the analogous character in Sam Show?" I just basically told him that doesn't exist. <laughs> right. I was like, "That's just not how the game plays. You're yeah. not gonna find the same way." Because people are like, "Oh, so most of the combo damage gonna come from jump-ins?" I'm mm. like, "Maybe, but there are no combos in this game, right?" You know, I was like, "Literally, you're gonna do stand B in the special move. Right. That's your combo, right?" Yeah. And that's, jump and attack, stand B, special move. Is yeah, like which max is stand. and that's even rare. That is rare. Yeah, you're that's not gonna damage. get. Yeah, you're not even gonna get jump in attack into cancel yeah. half the time. Because like I was playing against, I was playing online and somehow Maru whiffed fierce uppercut or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and he's up, he's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. even as Tam Tam, I was like, cool, and I did jump in fierce stamby back dragon punch yeah, 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 light, yeah. and it was mm-hmm. like fifty percent. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. super rare. Right, right, right. So yeah. Anyways, I I do think that there should be more systems in the game. I do think that they've pared down the systems too much, that I miss like the little hops in place and the mm-hmm. and the super crouches. Like, I, I do feel like you, you hit down, down, or in Sam Show 5 Special, you hit down in movement, and they crouch even lower. Oh, wow. And so you can go under a lot of things. Like so, coward crouch kind of? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, everybody had a coward crouch. Oh, interesting. I miss the, you know, like, the, the little um, meditation and things like that. Mm. I do think that Isen is a little too simple. I do think the okay. super special moves are a little too simple. Like, the fact that those drain 80%, and it's just, like... They, 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 I don't know. It's exacerbated by the fact that I do think deflects are too strong. Right. right? I do think deflects are too strong because deflect in the super special is is like a free eighty percent. You know what I mean? You can burst out of it because you can burst out of the deflect animation. Thank God. But um, you know, I do feel like that there needs to be a little more variety there. So I would like more systems in it, and that we'll get into that when we talk about Momochi's comment because that is that is definitely a sticking point for me. So that is definitely something. The preview, I agree with Mochi. So yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The so okay, the online play somebody asked about. I would say middle of the road so far. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I don't think that I've had a worse experience on it than is typical nowadays. But it's also not like it's not a KI MK level right right netcode or anything. But it's although MK11, I've had spottier. Actually, there have been issues lately. That I've is, been that had spottier. Connections with MK11 then Injustice 2. Yeah, there's there's been some weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I will agree uh-huh. with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. So maybe Injustice or you know you know what I'm talking about. Like it's not the upper echelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of but course. it's not and, and, bad. I wouldn't say not in my experience so far. And I hope and, that that's and 
To me, how that's, people experience it too. that's the best I feel like I can expect from a Japanese company. Mm. That's just the, how I feel at this point in time. If it's not a U.S. company, I'm not going to expect anything great out of it because all the Japanese companies are developing in Japan where their internet is amazing. <laughs> And so they have amazing connections. For sure. Their Street Fighter V online tournaments look like actual offline tournaments. <laughs> right. When we watch the offline tournaments in North America, everyone looks like they're just like, I don't even know what to do. Right. And people will show like the footage on their side, and it's like, tick, 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 right, tick, right, tick, right. Tick, tick, you know, online stuff events, like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boats and Joes is, is right, I'm sure, that when a new game comes out, you have so many different people playing, and you're more likely to get somebody who has a good connection to you. Right, okay, right. okay. So the yeah, p- yeah, player yeah. population is high. More likely you'll find one of them who connects mm-hmm, to you well. Mm-hmm, but then mm-hmm. once people stop playing a game, and this happens with every game, it's harder to find a good connection. That happens right, for every game. Right. Every game degrades in the player. I mean, so. it does sound like it sells Japanese uh, developers short, but it's actually kind of true from a lot of people that I talk to on the inside of the industry. Also, the Japanese gaming industry is just really, really badly constructed right now because... Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for the sub, beautiful biscuits. Yeah, this is all my bad. <laughs> I can lower it if you want me to try. But... Uh, yeah, maybe maybe on the break. Okay. Yeah. But um, the thing about it is, like, uh, Japan, people don't get promoted for doing good jobs. They don't get fired for doing bad jobs. And it's very stagnant over there. You've seen a lot of... It's why people like Inafune and Igarashi and a lot of guys just leave and just come to the Western because the Western development scene... They're not rewarded for trying to do creativity and stuff like that. And again, keep in mind that I much prefer Japanese-made games than American-made games. Like, I've had this argument with one of my friends for years. He was always like, uh, actually, no, now I'm starting to argue with him the opposite direction (laughs) now because he's way more into Japanese games. And, you know, but like... I, I like the sensibility from uh, from Japanese games a lot more, right? Okay. And and but even still, there I recognize how stagnant they are, how stagnant of an industry they are mm. over there, because all the best genres that have been cre- the new genres have basically all been American created right now. So even all the Japanese companies are trying to, you know, piggyback off of a lot of what they're doing. So oh, and, and EU to be fair, I feel like has that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Western, Western right. okay, versus fine. Eastern. Yeah. Yes, Western versus Eastern. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the online play is not not the best, but not the worst either. At least for now, as we've mentioned, I don't know how it's going to be when the player base goes down a little bit. I mean, hopefully it won't much, but you know, you know, what I mean, it's always going to go down at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, I guess we can. It's move. at least not like going into an Arc System Works game where you have to go into this little platform and just search physically around to see whether there's anybody in there. When I did that on Ugh. Blue Cross Tag, because the ranks doesn't work. Nobody's on ranked Nobody's in Arc's this game. Nobody's so I'm just walking ranked. around these machines and there's one guy standing there and it's like, yellow, I can't play him. Like, bad, you, gotta, bad you have to actually walk around. Yeah, yeah, I was, that was not, uh, but they're going to do that in Grand Blue Fantasy yeah, as I well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah they're, they're, that's just a forever idea for them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Little Piggy, you already missed it. <laughs> Don't ask that question right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay, we've sort of set our pieces about the game. What do you think about the characters in terms of tiers? You mentioned that you think Kyoshiro sucks, but do you, um, you, you certainly know more than I do in terms of the character options. 
Let me get all the characters. Well, okay, clearly right now, I feel like the best characters, without question right now, Ukyo, who I think might actually drop a little bit, because uh, they've nerfed him a lot since Sam Show Special, Sam Show 5 Special, and so I think once people get used to him, but uh, his jump is just really terrible, but fortunately, mm. so the one of the reasons why Kyoshiro is so bad is because he has that jump. Um, right. But right. Ukyo and Tam Tam have that jump, but they have so many things that make up for yeah. it, right? So they just didn't give anything to Kyoshiro to make up for his jump okay. at all. So uh, I think Ukyo is going to be really good. I think Enjuro is going to be super good. He seems good. He definitely. Seems I good. think Charlotte is amazing okay. right now, and then Tam Tam. So okay. those are like the four that are clearly on top. Okay. Kyoshiro is just. He's just. He's don't even the, talk about he's, him. Yeah, he's drowning on the bottom by himself. I don't know what they did to that <laughs> yeah, character. Wow. He makes me so sad. I mean, the way that uh, Olaf and Corey tiered it is that there's an A, there's an A tier, there's a B plus tier, there's a B, there's a C, and then there's F. Oh, and Kyoshiro is the only one sitting in F. F. Actually, they didn't even name it F. They just named it No. <laughs> they just named it No. So. Okay, yeah. that's good though. I mean, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, you can Sorry, jump with Kyoshiro, but I'm not sure what else you're supposed to do with him. I literally don't know what to do with him because he is the character that every option is just bad. Like, he literally is the character where it's just like everything is going to get him killed, and that's it. So I just throw fireballs with him and pray. He's basically. got a little tsunami fireball. Which is beautiful. Cool looking. Yeah, beautiful, but that's yeah. like the best I can do. So. Okay. But then uh, I think Jubei is really good. Oh, Jubei's which, good. Yeah, which yeah. super happy for me, obviously, because I'm a Jubei player. Right. I think Hanzo's pretty good as well okay. uh, although Hanzo is up and down a little bit uh, in that B plus to B tier okay. I think uh, Galford's going to be pretty good Haumaru I think is pretty strong in there as well uh, I wish I had a character list on me right what do you now. think about Darley Darley, I think, is in that area kind as well. Mid to high. Yeah, I think she's mid high. I think. Okay. I mean, like Olaf is using her a lot, so he's kind of down on her a little bit, uh, as per normal yeah. what fighting game players course, do. Yeah. But I think she's really good. Yeah. I think she's. I don't think she's like she's nowhere like Genjuro and Charlotte tier and stuff like that. But I think she's really strong. I, I so. mean, personally, I feel that she's not not that great without without being bad for mm -hmm, sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not. Great. So it's she would seem to me to be midish. I don't yeah, know. yeah. But she is the difference between when I play her and Wu, and when I play Tam Tam is mega obvious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Instantly mm -hmm, clear. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, like no I said, doubt. the the hammer is really good. Like Olaf spends like sixty percent of the match in hammer pose. It's really funny, and I I don't think it's as good as he thinks yeah, it is. Okay, you yeah, know, gonna, we're we're both kind I of kind of holding my piece. Yeah, on that, yeah, but. we're kind of flip flopping on that one a little bit. But I mean, let's put it this way: there are rounds where uh, I've died because I tried to attack him when he had the hammer up. He just had the hammer. It's armor I, at some point, right? It's, it has true. invincibility too. Invincibility. I didn't even know. I hit C. And he let go, and it just went right through my C. Mm -hmm. And then he hit me, and I fell stunned. Because you know what dizzies people, yeah, right? Yeah. And then he super specialed me, and he killed me in two moves. <laughs> like, literally, he just killed me in what two moves. Game. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, that's that's how it works. So Yeah. Um, but I do think that she has a lot of potential. She has one of the highest damage on back throws. Like, back throw into standing C is just so much Right, because that's, like, the perfect spot for her to yeah, do the full yeah, yeah, yeah. C. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. And, she, and the other one, forward throw into C doesn't even connect. Right. Because back throw has a little more right. stun on it than the forward throw. So, yeah. So, I I think she's not bad. I definitely think she's... And also, oh, the other reason why I think she's good 
is because she's a low jump character. Right, that seems really good. Yeah, that so part, she's a sure, low jump character, so uh, that's why Charlotte is amazing right okay, now. Yeah. So Charlotte's amazing because she's a low jump character. Although, they did give her a weakness that none of her jump attacks hit this way. They all hit like this. So if someone jumps over you, oh, I see. you're going to lose. So if you both jump at the same time, you're going to lose mm. because it's like that dive kick thing. It's like Kung Pao. You know, yeah, you, sure. you have no height on your jump. But if she does get the jump on you, then and she can get the jump on you way more often than other characters can. So um, Galford is you know, a decent character as well. And then the lower, I think Earthquake is kind of probably around there a mm. little bit maybe. Um, but the the characters who are probably not as strong, like Shiki, I don't think is going to be. I, I, Yoshitora, I'm confused on. Oh, okay. Because I thought he would be good at first, but you know maybe not necessarily. Uh, Shiki, I think is a little bit weaker. Um, what about Wu? Wu, I think she's a little bit weaker. Yeah, to be okay, honest that's with my you. Feeling so far as well. Yeah, I mean when I first saw, it, I was just like, they were scared. They were terrified probably, probably. to do a lot of things with her. That would have made her a lot better. So when she plants the traps, she's just she's like cooking dinner when she's plant, planting traps, you know, and stuff like I that. Hear you. So they were scared. I think you, I think scared. you're right. But I would say I feel like if there's going to be like development in character strategy, I feel like she is one of the most ripe for it. Yes, absolutely. She, uh, and, and and Olaf is adamant that she has the potential to be one of the best. Okay. Like MVC two Dalsum. You know, like like you just have to find the right person who can use her and do the things that you need to do with her, and so that. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty, it's a pretty serious example. Yeah, yeah, it know? is. It's the most serious example you can yeah. have for sure. Yeah. Uh huh. But uh, yeah. So and then obviously they just announced all the DLC today. So yeah. So the first DLC they've already announced was Rimururu. Yes. And then uh, now they're saying that Genon is coming. They're putting Kazuki in the game. Not Genon, no, sorry. Yeah, uh, like, Basara. Basara. So, Rimuru, sorry, Basara, sorry. Kazuki Kazama, and Wanfu. Yeah. The only part to me that's uh, really disappointing on that is that Kazuki is coming, but there's no Shogetsu, which is really weird because they're the brothers. One's fire, one's water slash ice, and okay. they're only putting one in there. Oh. And it seems really weird to me. Season two DLC. Yeah, maybe, maybe because uh, those two are always I feel like kind of paired together, and for some reason, they just put Kazuki in the game, and there's no Shogetsu. I was like, where's Shogetsu? Uh, uh. Wanfu looks cool. He's got a big old pillar. Dude, that, that looks pillar looks too nice now. Oh yeah. Because like in the old games, it was just like he literally ripped it off of a building, right? It's just oh, like this okay, really gross okay. looking pillar. But the pillar has all this design. Yeah, it's like and one of his, jewel on it. And one of his wind poses, he just go bam, 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 and he carved his face into the pillar, right? That oh. was one of his wind poses. But now you'll feel bad because yeah. he's actually ruining a piece of art. Wow. As opposed to just beating <laughs> up on a pillar. I, I like the Shut lore of him just beating up a pillar. That is kind of cool. Yeah. Thanks, Pathnacious. I mean, he used to fight with a scimitar in Samurai Showdown 1. He had a giant scimitar, but then in Sam Show 2, he, they were just like, pillar. Sick, okay. There was a pillar. And he was really cool because he was one of the characters who he disarmed himself on purpose a lot because his fireball from the air is he would jump up and just throw the pillar at you, oh. and he would end up disarmed. But oh, it was wow. a super good fireball, right? Because it just covered all the space. He couldn't get around it. But there was the kind of that thing that he would... Nerf himself to do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 
I think we should leave it this way. Yeah, okay. I, I, like, I don't know if people think it's this loud or if it, is, it, is it super loud. I, it's not in my ears, but let me know if it's too loud. Yeah, yeah let me know if it's... Because I don't... The thing is, I don't have the computer volume on right now, but so, but I don't know if that they're hearing it. It's not loud. Oh, okay. Because okay. like, if I turn this up, it'll probably get a little louder for them because they'll hear it. So I'll try to do this. Oh, you can barely hear it. Okay, so I'm going to turn oh, it up. Okay. I'm going to turn it up over here. And it'll get a little louder for them, but right. I'll try to put it at a volume where it doesn't actually hurt the yeah, because it's only coming through our microphone. So, okay. so there you go. Well, so you're disappointed that there's not the brother. Yeah, and I'm disappointed that there's no caffeine nicotine, but oh, you know. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about Basara and Rimuru? I know that um, Olaf's happy about Basara because he really likes Basara, but you might be really interested in him because he is a zoning character. So he is he is about as zoning as you could get in the previous game. But again, I'm scared they're going to do the same thing to him that they're going to do to Wu, which they're terrified to make him too strong. And mm. Basara is the character who famously dies in one hit to, to Haomaru in Samurai Shodown 5 Special when all the cards are in the right place and he gets hit by C and then he literally loses 100% of his life. Why? Because he just takes more damage because oh, really? he's super defensive. And, and then, you know, it was just... Haomaru happened to be in burst, and Basara was happened to be in a move that was counter hittable, okay, you know, okay, and all okay. that stuff all happened. Right. Yeah. So well, go. that's cool. Um, if we haven't said this yet, the DLC is free for players who purchase the game by June thirtieth. And that's so. actually not even necessarily true. Yeah. Because if you don't own the game, you can go and just download it right now. No way! You can just grab the license for it. So if you don't have it, just run there now. Even if you don't own the game, I think it's just on the store for free right now. What? Yeah. But not the base game, right? Like, not the base so game. So you own the DLC, but you can't play them. Yeah, because okay. you don't have okay. the game. Okay. So okay. if you think are thinking of getting the game, you could just wow. go to the store right now. Go down, like, purchase... Add to your library, yeah. and then whenever you get the game, you'll have Season 1 DLC. That's awesome. Yeah. That is super cool. Yeah. So there you go. So no get on that, that now. Get on that now. Even if you don't think you're going to get the game, yeah. just get it now. So. Definitely. I think that's, that is really cool. Hi. I mean, that DLC pro policy, I hope, has <laughs> brought some people's attention into it. Because that's really, it's such a, like a sort of good faith thing for the community. You know, I think that's really cool. And then the other side that they fixed the input lag from being eight frames down to four frames, mm -hmm. also super important for right. good faith. Like, mm -hmm. they flew someone like, out to France, yeah, dude. Exactly. Like, they, they really put in time and effort and money into that. And it had a big impact. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though I still don't like the game very much, dude, when we played it a couple of weeks ago and it, it was, was such a it was both experience. lag input wise and also we happened to be playing on a laggy TV I legit thought it was the worst game in modern fighting games I was I was ready to walk out of there and be like what are we why was I even here right well but I mean you I remember that way now after we came clear. out of that I was like really down yeah, you on were the upset. Game. I was yeah. really down on the game I was like I don't like the way that this is feeling I don't like this yeah. at all and yeah now that so it, it's not that it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. alright mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but uh Oh man! So I think that's really that's such a great sort of community-oriented thing. It's it's a great marketing strategy that worked. Like we were talking about it, the tweets where they tweeted about it uh -huh. um, got thousands of likes and uh, retweets. Like okay. they really, it was actually a, a big response. The community actually like did respond 
That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it would be really cool if a lot of other companies did that, too. <laughs> if we hadn't taken them three years, yes, it would have been fantastic. <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah. So. <laughs> For sure. Oh, jeez. Fix right. some net code, please. God. Because I'm telling you right now, I'll be honest with you. My experiences with ratio of good net code to bad net code in almost fighting game is almost the same. I would say in MK11, it definitely leans much stronger towards the nice net code. But like when I played Tekken, when I played Soul Calibur, I just end up with garbage. Blaze Blue, I've ended oh, up really? with garbage. Yeah, I just end up with like bad matches oh. here and there. And when I play Street Fighter, it's the same thing. I have mostly sure. good matches, and sure. I just occasionally have these terrible matches. The thing that makes Street Fighter's net code by far the worst net code out of all of them is that your experience is different than their experience. Yeah, that's very That strange. is the worst part of it because I've played some people where they're teleporting and then yeah. after they beat me because I don't know what's going on, they'll come into my chat and they'll be like, great game, James. I know exactly what and you I'm, mean. And I'm like, dude, you were teleporting everywhere. Yeah. I can't even play. And yeah. they're like... Really? It was great for me. And then I'll play somebody else and I'll beat them. And I'm like, oh, that was a great match. And then afterwards yeah. they come into my chat and they're like, dude, I was teleporting. You yeah, were teleporting yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I was like, really? And you can tell sometimes too, dude, right? I, I was about to say, I've had some matches before while I was playing and I was like, this guy's experiencing bat net code. Like there was just, there've been that, matches where I'm just for like. Sure. And then there's also sometimes where I can't tell what's going on. But I've been anti-aired every time, uh -huh, and uh -huh. how, that's not an accident. Yeah, like they're yeah, just—they yeah. are being able; they can react. Right. Yeah, on yeah. their end, they can see what's going on. Like uh, anyway, that's not great. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes that. Yeah. All right. Uh, we talked about Sam show for a while. You want to take a break and then move on? Oh, interesting. Or People anything are else? saying Chris G's uh, Wu Reishang is actually really good. Oh, so, I believe that. I mean, Chris is the right kind of guy yeah. to do stuff with that. So I'd be definitely interested in seeing yeah. that. So yeah, I, it's, she's she does seem to me like she like if anybody has a high skill ceiling, it's her. Yeah, 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 for sure. So okay. All right. So let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about some results and talk about some other stuff that's happening. So be right back, guys. <laughs> now, fight a new rival. <laughs> I don't know. I just think you're absolutely wrong, David. Ugh, God, I'm so angry. God, I can't even. I don't even know if we can. Go oh, wait. I turned the mic on. Never mind. Sorry. Ah! Yes, we're having a nice. Hey, everything is great. <laughs> yeah, Calamity Trigger is the first Blaze Blue. 30th anniversary lack of updates was pretty disappointing to oh, be honest with you. Yeah. But what do, what do you mean lack of updates? Oh, there's a, just they didn't fix the net code. They oh, didn't do a lot of that oh, stuff. Yeah. You know. What DLC do you want? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, the DLC that I really wanted for that game was Alpha 2 Online. Right, right, Even right. Even though right. I don't like Alpha 2, but I understand that people do. For sure. So, you know, I, I really would have liked having Alpha 2 Online, so... If they could have did that. Kitty, you are in cuddly mode today. Dude, I'm, my cats are like actually like sleeping next to each other now. I came home from Is lunch consistent? today. I don't know. It's two times now, two yeah, days in a row that I've yeah. come home and I walk over to my bed and they're like sleeping next to each other, oh. like actually touching each other while they're sleeping. And That's I was so just cute. like, whoa. 
That's crazy. Because, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I know I've definitely told you a bunch of times. I don't know if the people at home have heard this, but, like, my cats generally don't get along greatly. You know, they're from different litters and everything, and Nathan wants to play a lot more. And Jasmine totally has that personality where she's just, like, she's she's kind of queenie, you know, kind of, like, because, like, she'll do that thing where she'll, like, follow Nathan and, like, sniff his butt or whatever, you know, that cats <laughs> yeah. do, right? Uh-huh. But then all of a sudden, Nathan will do that to her, and immediately she just starts hissing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she just, like, starts hissing right away. If Nathan ever tries Dang. to do anything, like, play with her... Thanks for subbing. Thank you for not the sub. Oh, what's up, buddy? And, uh, but, yeah, like, she'll she'll just, like, hiss as soon as he starts to play with her and stuff. I used to, like, yell at Nathan about whatever she hissed. Yeah. But now that I, like, sometimes I'll, I'll, early on... But the more I watch, the more I see sometimes he doesn't do anything to her and she starts hissing and I'm just like, man, stop being such a such a drama queen, wow. Jasmine. <laughs> Nathan was the white cat on the desk, yeah. But he liked to wrestle with Jasmine when they were younger, but he was half the size when I first got right, him. Course, so yeah. she would actually try to wrestle him a little bit, but as he just got to the point where now he's twice the size of yeah. Jasmine... Because you even said that too, right? You picked up Jasmine. You're like, she's really light. She's uh, a light cat. Yeah, she's yeah, a small yeah. cat. She's, yeah. she's very light. She's very dainty. So she's even smaller than Lyra. I would say Lyra. Oh really? More okay. Than, yeah, okay. My, my cat. Yeah, it's weird because Jasmine was like seven months old when I got her, right? So I expected that she would grow a little yeah. bit more, and she never did. She stayed exactly. She's, she's got to be under ten pounds. Yeah, she right. stayed the same size. She's really light. Like, yeah. I pick her up one-handed all the time. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. go down and scoop her up. Like Nathan. Oh God. Like. There's like no no chance, half. no chance. <laughs> well, I mean, I probably could. Yeah, I'm sure you. It's could, just that it's just that when the cat is dangling that heavy, and yeah. it's not bad for them. They're like whatever, but yeah. it feels weird to me. It feels like I'm hurting the cat, so I feel bad about doing I, I, that. Yeah, I hear you. So, all right, the thing is done. Okay. Oh wow! Thanks, stay hydrated, bot. Mm-hmm. I've been drinking water. my water. I've been. I have too. It's surprising to me. You know what I like about these these water bottles the most? Not even just the fact that they're aerated, but just water bottles in general is when I have one in front of me, I end up just drinking a lot more water. Absolutely. It's just there, and I keep drinking it, and it's gone. You know, water bottles are smaller and everything like that. So I've actually been drinking a ton of water these days. That's great. Hey, one of these decades, I think it would be sweet to be just like an old person with a thousand cats around. Right? Like in 50 years... That sounds cool to me. Why Dude, not? Dude, I totally... Why not? You, 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 I'm living in an old folks home with a hundred cats and an arcade downstairs that me and the other old mm. folks... Wouldn't that, that sounds great. I think, I think you need to move in with Chris Lee. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, man. No, I mean, seriously, you're becoming that crazy cat guy, dude, which is awesome. Yeah. I remember when I first met you, you yeah. were just like the anti-cat, yeah. dude. I didn't know yet. Yeah, exactly. All right, you want to so, come back? Yeah, okay. Ready? Yeah. All right, welcome back to the show. Let's go a little bit over tournament results. Yes. Because some stuff did happen over the weekend. For example, there was Tiger Uppercut, which took place in... It's like Tiger Uppercut cross-scene, right? I think that also exists, but... Oh, is that separate or something sure. like that? Oh, no, you're right, yeah. yeah. Tiger yeah, yeah. Uppercut, oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, so it's I Tiger it Uppercut cross-scene, yeah, so... Um, this was both a CPT ranking event and a... TWT Challenger. Yes. Tiger Uppercut. Tiger Uppercut. Where did that take place? Tiger Uppercut. 
What would that have taken place? No, I'm just kidding. Taiwan. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. There you go. Bam. <laughs> Thailand. 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 Yes, there you go. Thailand. So, obviously, a lot of the Asian players out there, uh, very strong competition again. Yeah. Always feels like another just, like, super major. I know. You know I know. All this. the Asian ranking events yeah. are, right, like, right, super right. majors, basically. Definitely. Yeah. So, Oil King won it. Yeah! Congrats to Oil King, Street Fighter V champion, Rashid, obviously. Fudo with Mika and Birdie got second place again. Fudo got again. second again? Oh, I saw again. that. Jesus. Poor guy, it's dude. It's incredible. We're just going to have to call him Tudo from now on, dude. It's, so. it's decided. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Poor guy. Wow. Yeah, Silver incredible. Fudo. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah. Congrats to Oil King. That's uh, that's really great news for him. Mm-hmm. Sako got third with Menat and some Kage. Let's go, old man. Let's go, old mm-hmm. man. I yeah, mean, he Sako. tried Kage as a counter pick, I think, and yeah. he didn't. He didn't win. Yeah, though. it was obviously a Menat show, but yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted to. It was cool to see the name up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> More than anything else. For sure. Uh, then Sien, then Naman and, and NL. Know, then people Yoro don't talk about Sien that much these days, but he's been consistently getting top I mean, eight in these events over and over again. The problem is just that Fujimura is there, and that's he, his whole career. Right. Uh huh. 2013 aside, aside, when he was definitely dominant. The best, right? and yeah. He won, uh-huh, he uh-huh. Yada, yada. That uh-huh. aside, we we have this conversation like every six months. Yeah, or when we about... used to commentate him, he's like, people don't give him the credit. Yeah, he, I don't know yeah. why. And we uh-huh. we haven't made a dent in it, and you know, I don't know what what the deal yeah. is, but he continues to be one of the best players in the world for sure. Yeah, and Nauman using Sakura, huh? Nice. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah, NL, Kami, and Akuma. Then seventh were Yoro with Karen and Itzan with. Zengif and Abigail. Nice. So who didn't make top eight? Let's see. Um, Gachikun, Hot Dog is there. Mago. Gamer B. I see a John Ding is there. Yeah, John Ding's nice. got top sixteen nice, in a lot of nice, SF5 nice. events. He's legit. Shao Bowden, Human Bomb. Dude, shout outs to Nauman for getting there with Sakura though. Yeah. It, yeah. She's, she's pretty good. Yeah. I don't think she's Moke as bad as a lot of people say. Moke and Takeuchi got twenty fifth. Right. Wow. Is Machibo even in this event? Well, he's not listed. Yeah, I don't see I him there. See him so either. Machibo probably wasn't there. Okay. In Tekken 7, unless you got anything else in SF5 to talk about. No. Oh, High Fight says that uh, Itazan got revenge over Gachikun from Capcom Cup. Oh, Grand wow. finals. Okay. There you go. So, nice. Well, I mean, Zangief did get a little better. So <laughs> That must have been Abigail. I didn't watch it. Oh, okay, that, right? okay. I like... I think that character's not very good. Can I tell you my conversation with... Problem X and Punk. I think he did. They yeah, agreed yeah. that Zangief was not good. In fact, it, it was it was Abigail. Okay, it, not not even that. It was somebody brought up Zangief and they were like, "That character's ass. That character sucks." And I and I was like, "I don't know if he sucks. Uh-huh, I don't think uh-huh. he sucks." Right. Yeah, but yeah. they were like, Ter- "Trash. They <laughs> 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 think he sucks." Oh man. So I don't know. Okay. But I definitely okay. never thought when SF when season four came out and he got buffed. And I Ita-san never thought was he was like, top he's yet. like top now. Da, da, da. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what yeah. are we talking about here? All right. Um, yeah, okay, so Cyclops is very funny on commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and it's funny is. because he doesn't really know the games super well. He obviously sure. knows them enough to commentate yeah. them, but his sense of humor is very, yeah. very strong. Agreed. So very and funny he's, fellow. he's one of those commentators that's so good at just throwing out the most irreverent comment, yeah. and it just works. Because the thing about it is, I'll tell you this right now when you deliver an irreverent comment on commentary, there's 
the only right way you can do it is by going in 100% oh, For it. sure. You if have to you, commit. If you are even remotely, like, try to say it, like, you think it's kind of funny, but you're scared, it is noticeable, Fails. and that comment is destroyed. Yep, dies. And so the fact that Zyklops is willing to go in full bore on yep. everything that he says yep. is what makes it brilliant. It's just basically that syndrome where, you know, the guy who doesn't sing well at karaoke, but everybody loves him yeah. because he just gives it his yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like the crowd favorite for that. Right. You know, it's it's like that. I so know exactly what you mean. It's super funny. Yeah, the Dota yeah. commentator. Exactly. Yeah, he's a Dota commentator. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he knows the names of moves. He does know that, and I don't. I don't know the names. He, in fact, the only reason I know that Colleen's move is called Parabellum is because I picture in my mind him saying Parabellum on fire. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> Parabellum on fire. Uh, anyway, yeah. shout outs to him. Arslan Ash won Tekken 7. Mega shout outs. First TWT event that he's traveled to and won. Mega shout outs. So that guy is ridiculous. So, you know, when someone comes up to you and says, I'm sorry, man. Pakistan has the best Tekken players. And everybody is like, what are you talking? No. Is this a targeted story to me? No, no, no. Because that happened. Oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so in, at UCLA Law School, uh, there were a lot of foreign students. And one of them was a law student from Pakistan. Oh, from Lahore, Pakistan. okay, okay. And he was big into fighting games. Fight a new rival. Thanks for the follow. I don't know that I need that on there. For, anyway. I think it's cool. Um, okay, okay, cool. cool. All right, cool. It's cool. All right. So anyway, he was big into the fighting game scene. He came out to Wednesday Night Fights a couple times, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Uh, he would always tell me, like, look, these players seem good, but you got to see our players in Pakistan. <laughs> and and I, I always said, like, I didn't want to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool, yeah. man. All right, yeah, uh, fine. Yeah. But in my, in my brain, I'm like... Right. All right, buddy. All right, buddy. <laughs> you know. And uh, he was absolutely right in retrospect. Mm -hmm, so shout mm -hmm. outs to um, shout outs to him. That's awesome. I think he's like a big time constitutional law lawyer in Pakistan now. So Arslan Ash? No, my the, oh my your buddy. Friend. Oh, yeah, okay, I don't know okay, what okay. Arslan okay. Ash. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, that's yeah, that's awesome. cool. No, but it's like, and, and in retrospect, I don't know why I thought that Lahore is a huge city. Pakistan has a hundred million people. Like, why wouldn't it have but it's just, good it's, players? Yeah, but it's just like fighting games. You just don't feel like people are playing over there. Like, how big is their scene really? You know, like that's right. The, and that, that's that, the bad. That's the bad mindset. I, right? Totally, yeah. just like a U.S. chauvinistic yeah, nonsense, right? Uh, but yeah, in retrospect, Lahore is gigantic. It's like honestly a giant uh -huh, city. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than most cities in the U.S. Why wouldn't it have a good scene? Mm -hmm, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome, dude. Anyway, there yeah. you go. Oh, good stuff to Shout out Star uh, Slanash. Yeah, dude. And, and, a, and a strong scene that he comes from. So he he took it. Second place was Knee. Third oh, they have an arcade scene. They do have an, they that's, do have an arcade that's scene. Important that's important. That's exactly right what there. my friend told me back then. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if that still exists, but he, certainly at the time in 2009, he told me about yeah, that. Yeah, because I mean, honestly, like having an arcade just makes people so good. It's, it's crazy. That environment just breeds it a lot more. So. Uh, I just feel like when you're at home, it's just easy to get mad and just like yeah. not care anymore. Or well, I mean, he did he did say like honestly, the internet's not that great. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's changed, but okay. at the time, that is what he said. So he said people met on uh, offline. They played in the arcades. And that's so cool. That's so cool. What he was telling me. So. Anyways, okay. There you go. Uh, Ranked you fourth. Dang, this is stacked, dude. This is just a challenger event. Mm -hmm. And Nobi, John Ding, and fifth, seventh were Book and Loha. Dang. Okay. Who, who, Shinokuma got ninth. Uh, Chikurun. No, Noroma. Wow. Okay. 
Double Saint, Pecos, Take. Dang, they were all in top 16, not even in the top eight. Okay. No, I use that word, right? I mean, I could, I could have word, I could have used a more negative word, even, but you know, I didn't think that was right. appropriate. <laughs> uh, Kof fourteen. I don't ever argue with you on how to use words. <laughs> that is one thing. If we had a five-five where you're like, this is the definition of this word, I use it correctly. I'd be like, yeah, you sure did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Kof fourteen was won by score. Kof ninety-eight. Wow, that's so cool. They're such different. One by a score. Also, yeah, mm -hmm. shoutouts. DBFZ was won by TTG ZX Erie. I don't know. Calibers won by Kamizono. They had an MK11 tournament and it was won by Captain Fluffles with Shang Tsung. Captain Fluffles? Captain Fluffles with Shang Tsung. God, that is. Once I am that old man with all the cats, that is definitely going to be the name of one of my cats. Captain Fluffles is it, dude. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to have to write that down. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your old man brain in 30 years. Yeah, is like, I what know. was they going to call the cat? Oh, Fluffles is a Yu-Gi-Oh archetype. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Anything else about? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. The fight. 2019 took place in Bogota, Colombia. <laughs> and it did feature some strong players. So this was another ranking event on the CPT. Nice. Street Fighter V was won by Rise Smug. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he ended up in Colombia. That's right. Second place, Doomsnake. I feel like that's happened a lot. <laughs> so he's the Tomb Snake. <laughs> yeah, dude. Doomsnake is definitely like the Latin American Fudo. <laughs> always getting second. Tomb Snake. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, with Vega, Picaro Bison. Who, when I saw him for the first time in person at Capcom Cup, I wish that I could have seen him more because he's clearly yeah, so yeah. strong. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was Smug's birthday year. that he won on. Too. Oh no way! Twenty yeah, fifth yeah. birthday. It's getting old, man. Ancient. It's getting old. Body's gonna fall apart soon. Man. KOF fourteen was won by Gabdies. MK eleven was won by Glitchman. Dragon Ball Fighters was won by Hook Gang God. Did you see that clip Dang. of Smug playing uh, MK eleven online? Yes. With a Raiden just like completely disrespecting I did. him. <laughs> He's so funny. Like after he lost his fatality, he switched the camera to him, and then the guy mercyed him, and he was like, "What?" And he went yeah. back, and he was dead already. Yeah. He was just like, "Yeah, yeah he's great." Dude, Smug is. I definitely so follow his YouTube channel. He he's is. Very funny. He's so entertaining, yeah. dude. He is clearly one of the most entertaining. Hundred percent. All right. Well, he entertains us with the greatest of ease. Indeed. Enough about that one. Seemed like a good event. Then the Street Fighter League. I don't know how to phrase this exactly. It's not over. But its first round of competition is over. Yes, uh -huh. because the way that it works is now that they have the seedings of first through sixth, they're done with the, that phase of the tournament. So and they now... had 10 weeks of playing. It was a double round robin, so mm -hmm. every team played every other team twice, and that's now done. Yes, and now they have the top four out of six teams, which are going to play in a single elimination bracket at CEO this weekend yeah, yeah. to determine... Who is going to go home with the $30,000 first prize? That's Have you said these words before? You sound so practiced. I know, right? It feels like we've been talking about this event a lot. Right? <laughs> Maybe. 30000 that's $10,000 per player, which is crazy. Do second, the math, yes. Second place was 15000 for Correct. for the team, and then the 
two third place teams, and everybody gets the money, which is cool. They get uh, six thousand total. So that's so those cool. top four teams are going to the CEO. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then at CEO, they're going to play. Uh, and well, obviously, and the top two teams will survive into another round of the Street Fighter League. Yes. Featuring four new teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody else gets blown apart. I really, really hope we continue the trend of bringing a lot more of the unknowns in there For because sure. I think that's been super cool. I mean, and, and not only super cool just to get them known, but you've also just seen that their performance has gotten so strong I at agree. a lot of events. I mean, they've been grinding at this for 11 weeks. 11 weeks. So you got to imagine through 11 weeks of flying back and oh, forth week after week. You know it. And playing against these guys, just the amount of skill that they've skill. developed. Yeah, exactly. Skill. And they must have platinum on American or on United know, right? at this point. Exactly. The mileage that these guys are putting in, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when Punk talked about, you know, he's been proud of his players for the week. <laughs> Dude, you know? that was great. <laughs> He meant that it. week. He meant that week. That individual week. He meant is what that individual. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that my my players have been doing well this past week. You know, he yeah. was talking about that final that day. That, that day, exactly. Of course. So there you go. That was really funny though. <laughs> uh, in in the end, I I enjoyed watching it. I I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting to. I agree as with well, that. So. Yeah, I mean, the band system was something we all poo pooed immediately, and I think justifiably, but mm -hmm. it did in some of the outlier cases, produce pretty cool entertainment. I mean, Samurai. Samurai. If it wasn't for the Laura band, like now Samurai is like one of the hottest players on the market right now, I think in terms of so. finding someone to get sponsored. Cause I mean, dude, he, he OCV like six weeks in a row or something like mm -hmm. that, dude, it's crazy. Yeah, so crazy. in his case, it ended up being cool because everybody, of course, expected Laura would be banned every time mm -hmm. from Idom, his teammate. And then he did so well with Akuma that people started banning Akuma, which meant that Idom's Laura was free to go. So then in that case, you had a kind of compelling, interesting idea. Which one of these players do you ban? Whose character? Yada, yada. That was not the typical way it went. Usually it was just like, all right, Shine, we're banning Ibuki. Like that was mm -hmm. the obviously the typical way. And, right. and I didn't love that. But... In that instance, I thought it was cool. It would be nice to see some tweaks to it. Like, I think it's a salvageable mechanic. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like if, you, like, if you ban something, then the next time you fight him, you can't ban that same character or something yeah. like that. Yep, yeah, cetera, yep. I think, I, think that's, I think that right there would do a lot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That right there would do a lot. Because, I mean, it had a huge impact on... Toy. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just got to think that Shine. Team Psycho with Toy would have done oh, yeah, differently if he had better. had Bison. Yeah. If he had just been able to play his main. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's kind of unfortunate, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I my preference would be that they don't have the ban. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Certainly what I prefer. But well, I do I, think I, it's salvageable. I it's think like, it would have been... Or someone actually said, like, maybe give every team four bands total. Okay. And during the season, they can okay. choose when to use it. So it becomes more of a strategic use, you know okay. what I mean? Like, we're going to cook you anyway, so we're not going to bother banning any of you okay. guys. And then by the end, they have three bands left. Oh, we can use them all three weeks. Man, they made it this far, saving all their bands. You know what I mean? Like, that would actually be kind of cool. I can see that. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. That, mm -hmm. that sounds a little more interesting, at least. Yeah. My understanding is that they are doing the bands for the CEO part. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like they'd have to. It would yeah. be, be wrong if they didn't, yeah. to be honest. It would be weird. They've already been doing it for this long, so. But we'll see for sure. That comes out on Friday. Yeah, but uh, as it is, uh, Team Inferno ended up in first place. Right, right, yeah. So Inferno, which is Punk, Broly Legs, and JB, won it. 
What? No, I just feel like we're gonna like. You want to do this again? Like, I don't. Like <laughs> <laughs> Second place was Storm with Idom, Samurai, and Classico, which you know we didn't expect to do quite as well. But Samurai. Yeah. Just, again, uh, well, was, we just thought the Laura band was yeah. gonna destroy them. We thought that was the so, problem. Yeah. Then Gale got third, which was Knuckle Dew, Shine, and Rob TV, and then Frost got fourth, which was Nephew, Dual Kevin, and Up to Snuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so shoutouts to Team Spirit, which has Justin Wong and Brian F and Psycho, who's also a good player. Got fifth place. Yeah. They probably were the uh, disappointment of the season, but all their matches were super close. You can hear us discuss this on a future recap episode. You definitely on can. YouTube.com slash Capcom Fighters. Correct. But again, I mean, it's been really fun. I think the reception on the, the league has been really good. I even saw like on YouTube comments and stuff, people are like, God, I love this league. I've I seen that as well on yeah, YouTube. Uh-huh. Yeah. People are really enjoying it and stuff. And, you know, when I watch it on Twitch, people are really into it and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool. I, I yeah. think it's uh, it's been very successful. Like um, it has things to iron out, but... Yeah, 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 absolutely. But I, I, I like, like yeah. the idea of it. And my yeah. favorite thing absolutely is just the fact that it really does get to highlight some of those other guys yep. there, you know what 18 year old just a kid you know like we all knew up to snuff was good but now i'm like wow he's really really strong you know and then you know chakote bring chakote bringing out a g nephew bringing out a g out of nowhere you're like oh my god yeah now even on commentary we could be like yeah they have a secondary in g you know which we totally knew about all along you know (laughs) yeah yeah we'll just claim it yeah (laughs) exactly Why did Steve leave the league from commentary? Oh, he, he got he got fired. He probably had to, something to do that day. I mean, I mean weeks, <laughs> those weeks, you know, <clears throat> those weeks he had. Something That's to why do. I was gonna go with the he got fired hypothesis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he threw somebody else in a dumpster. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Yeah, just... No, he got too hype and vicious suffered a very serious injury, <laughs> dude. And so they had to, you know. Yeah, just as a safety precaution, they had to remove Steve from the building. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you saw the bruise on on Rip, yeah, right? That's real you saw tough. the bruise on him after Combo Breaker. You're crushing my collarbone, Steve. Like that was just so funny that he actually said. You saw the meme of the banjo kazooie. Yeah, I did. Where yeah, he's yeah. slamming kazooie, and it's like Tasty Steve's co-commentator. Shout out to Callisto. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you guys don't remember, during one part in Combo Breaker commentary. Uh, Tasty Steve got so hype he stood up, grabbed Rip's shoulder, and while the hype was oh. happening, all you heard was uh, Rip going, "Steve, Steve, you're crushing my collarbone! It's it hurts! It hurts!" Like on commentary, and then he let go, dude. Yeah. Oh, it was the funniest thing. Dude. <laughs> uh, Steve, dude, when Steve gets hype, he just blacks out. I'm convinced. Yeah, because when when uh-huh. the picture was taken of him, I'm sure people have seen of him literally leaping out of his chair. Mm-hmm. He is airborne. Uh-huh, I asked uh-huh. him about that that night, and he said, I don't even remember that happening. <laughs> I think he blacks out during yeah, the night. Uh-huh. I think he doesn't he even just, know. He just gets... I mean, he picked up a chair and shook the chair. He yep. probably doesn't, doesn't remember, remember that it. if there was no footage of For it. For sure. Yeah, that exactly. has no memory of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny, too, because, I, you know, I was talking to somebody about, like, fake hype, you know, oh, in commentary okay. and stuff like that. And Steve is definitely the complete opposite <laughs> yeah. of fake hype. Yeah. Because he gets this way when he's watching movies. Anything. He gets this way when he's buying shoes. Yep. He gets this way when he's eating food. Yeah. I mean, we were just sitting in, like, a car, and he was watching, like, the Doctor Strange trailer, and, you know, when uh, 
when um what's her face the ancient one goes boom, and he knocks the spirit out of him he was just like oh like he was screaming in That's the car deep. It's, he, it's just how he is, yeah, dude. He has it's a so boundless great. energy. He's so great, dude. He's like one of those people that knew we needed to like put generators on, and so he can like power <laughs> yeah. the world, dude. Oh uh, yeah, that's my secret cap. I'm always hyped. <laughs> Somebody has to have done that meme, yeah, once, Steve. I, know, I hope dude. so. That's a good I line. Do that. Yeah, that's a good line. Um, All right. This coming weekend is CEO. We've already talked about it a little bit, but just to delve down a little bit more. It is one of the biggest tournaments of the entire year. It's basically one of three of the uh, main tournaments. Like, the, if you want to talk like tennis grand slams and stuff like that, it's basically Evo, Combo Breaker, and CEO at this point in time. Those three. Sounds right. Yep. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's always been one of the biggest ones. It's the one that's run by Jabali. And one of my favorite things about tournaments these days is that the TOs interests and personalities are starting to infuse themselves into the event. That's so cool. And the fact that Jabali has kind of doubled down on the wrestling stuff, and now this is the second year in a row now where it's going to be, and it's going to be on primetime TV, I think it is it's, as well. You mean pay-per-view TV. Pay-per-view, pay-per-view It will be TV. on pay-per-view TV. Fighter Fest, hosted by CEO and All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, All Elite Wrestling is the new group that uh, Kenny Omega joined, and it's yeah. basically, because he left NJPW, and has uh, really been, obviously he's super popular, he's super famous in Japan, and so this league here has been getting very, very big now, so he's really helped growing this league. Super cool. And this is actually gonna be on pay-per-view. It will be, that's gonna be Saturday, June 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I mean, we'll be there. We went last year, and neither of us had been to a wrestling show before and didn't have very high hopes, but it was cool. It was a lot of fun. It was. It was a lot. In person, it was definitely really entertaining to watch. It was. And, uh, you know, being on pay-per-view, I think it would be cool if they can hear some of the FGC hype on there. I, I hope so. Fun. That sounds awesome. I hope they yeah. can. I also really hope that I'm seated next to somebody who knows wrestling again, because last year we were hanging out with Ski Sonic, and he knows all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 so yeah, he yeah. was, like, mm-hmm. providing the context constantly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. if we didn't have that, I'm sure I would have had a good time but it wouldn't have been nearly as cool yeah, 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 to like yeah. not know the backstories and stuff. yeah for all so, the player for all the players. all the rest of the yeah, right yeah yeah that was awesome <laughs> delete the so. whiteboard now please <laughs> we've yeah. definitely used to say that at work all the time so oh man anyway that's pretty cool um but as far as the tournament goes it's you know a major in everything it's mm-hmm, the capcom mm-hmm. cup capcom pro tour premiere it's a master for Tekken series. It's the start of the Dragon Ball World Tour. It's the start of the Dragon Ball World Tour. It's a... What's it called for Mortal? Uh, Combat... Uh, pro competition. competition. Yeah. It's, it's, isn't and it part the of the MK, Arc Revo? PW, I'm sure it's part of the Arc Revo. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's so part it's of the So it's just Arc- basically everything. Mm-hmm. The CEO yeah. stage already came out for Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, that's right. I saw. I saw. I mean, I'm sure Jabali will be slamming somebody again. If he doesn't wrestle again this year, I will be shocked. No, he... Is he already on the ticket? Uh, let me read this so I don't... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I was about to totally blab. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's what's public and what's not. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to wrestle again. Jabali's... If he can get himself on pay-per-view... Unless he's on a dark match. 
unless he's on a dark match, which are the matches that take place before everything that's the main event. I don't know. He was on a dark match last time, so I don't know if it's going to be the same thing this year, but we'll see what happens. I'm sure if he can get himself wrestling on pay-per-view. Okay, people in the chat seem to know about it, so I assume that that confirms that they know that it's happening, because it is. Okay, okay. (laughs) It is happening. World exclusive on Ultra Chen! Guess what? (laughs) He'd be so pissed. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it's it's all the things. So in terms of the entrance, Smash Bros has not even a little bit, far and away more entrance than everybody else. I mean, judging far from and away. what they said about Evo from the tweets that Wizard had, I'm, I'm assuming that's happening there. So I'm not surprised it's happening here at CEO as well. 1,164 for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay. Second, Mortal Kombat 11 with 530. Dang, so it's more than double. Yes. It's more than double. It blew everybody away. Okay. It blew them away. Nice. Third is SF5 with 449, then Tekken 7 with 391. Wow, I'm surprised that it's Tekken is actually that low. I'm surprised that each of those three games is not closer to each other. Right, yeah, that's, yeah. That was 100 drop-off from, 90 drop-off from MK to SF5, and then it was... Another 80 drop. It's about 80 between yeah, each of the yeah, games. Yeah. Right surprise, there. surprise. I agree so. with that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the follow. Super Smash so Brothers Melee. Now. I, I okay, think we you have to pose now. Okay, we got Yeah, you got to do your fighting game pose. Like, oh, I know, have to. What? Like select screen so I'm gonna fighting be like game. Q. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. No, no, that's cheating. No, really? That's cheating. Oh, I, I want to see. Funny. I want to see Chun Li. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. My huge rival. hand yeah, right in front of the camera. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh, Melee has 329. Brawlhalla has 194. Undernight has 190. Caliber 166, etc. BB Tag okay. 161. So, okay. I mean, it's just uh, all of the events have a lot of entrance. Mm-hmm. Dance Dance Revolution Extreme Pro has 103. I mean, remember, Jabali was big into rhythm games that's a right, long time right. ago. So, he actually is one of the major spots for the, the, the rhythm game tournaments. So, Sick. a lot of dance. I, I know people who have talked about going to CEO just for the Dance Dance Revolution stuff. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, make sure you watch it. All of the like major developer publisher games are going to be on their channels, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the finals, right? Yeah. Net- NetherRealm. Capcom Fighters, Tekken. The other stuff is going to be on uh, CEO, Gaming. CEO Gaming, I imagine. Yeah. I think that's typically what they do. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah. Give but it a look. The interesting thing about CEO, obviously, it's Community Effort Orlando. It is taking place in Daytona. <laughs> right. And, you know, one of the things is that, you know, the Wyndham Hotel, which is where it was at, it's just not big enough. I mean, it, it basically ran at the same thing that Combo Break was running to at the Pheasant Run, right? They sold right. out. And they're running out, like, they just don't have the room. They don't have the space. Like, I still remember the last year we were at the Wyndham Hotel. They had their 24-hour venue, and it's not in a ballroom. It's just out there in that hall area that there was a big enough hall area that they just, like, planted all these arcade machines and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just one of those situations where they're outgrowing it. So he moved to Daytona because they had the big old arena over there, the big convention center. You know, obviously, and it's a great convention center. Yeah, it's a huge convention it's center. It's nice, nice yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's big. I still think my favorite story from there is I went to go buy the Dippin' Dots from the lady who was selling the Dippin' Dots, and I was like talking to her, and I was like, "You're probably not used to seeing like this kind of an audience, right?" And she was like, "This has been the nicest audience that we've ever had." She Aww. was like, "She was like, you don't even understand. Like, you guys are so cool. You guys are wow. nice. Like, it's been wonderful." She's like, I, "This is like one of the." 
I mean, you know, not to say anything about the the, the, the city of Daytona, but you okay. know, <laughs> but it's a pile obviously of a lot of people have had bad experiences at Daytona last year. Jabali's tried to do some stuff to it. Some of them I don't feel like was the right things to yeah. do, but you know, um, as we have discussed with him. Yes, exactly. So you know, uh, but as a result, you know, hopefully people's experiences will be better this year and stuff like that. But you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, it's interesting because. There's been such growth year over year, and while, of course, Smash Ultimate is destroying everything else, last year, Smash Bros. for Wii U had 676, now there's 1,100 plus for the new game, right? So that, so that. But other than that, Dragon Ball had 660, Street Fighter V had 565, Melee had 437, Tekken had 353. These are not the, like, year over year, that was last year, and I just mentioned the previous one, mm -hmm, the ones mm -hmm. this year, right? They're not much more, and some are less. Yeah, yeah. So, I... Part of me feels like that's because of Daytona. Uh, absolutely. Like, there's be been reason. such growth otherwise. Yeah, in a lot of the other tournaments. Like, and Combo even, Breaker clearly was going, growing, growing. Uh, and, I and even CEO from previous years yeah, to yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I, got, I feel like that's got to have been part of it. Right, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Hopefully, it goes all right. We'll see. Uh, we'll mention that a little bit, Squirrel. We do have that on the docket, so... When you said what your favorite story was going to be, I thought it was our initial impression of Daytona, which was okay. we're walking from the car to the hotel, and as we're literally just crossing the street, uh -huh. somebody drives down the street and yells at yells us. Yells at us. Yeah. It, it was not it was like, like something me, racist, but It was but like just, me, you, Cat. I think Cat was there. Yeah, uh-huh. And then uh, just, Rachel, just I think, or dick. somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, just like yeah. some cat call. Not, not. It wasn't call. even cat it call. Wasn't a cat call. No, it was, it was just, just being a dick. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, it, it's just it's, it's that was it. Like there, we didn't know who it was. It was yeah, yeah. We it wasn't like, even nerds. It wasn't even directed to anything. And I like was that. the was only. Just, I think I was the only non-white person I there. Right. So I think they were probably yelling at me. Probably, oh, maybe. So Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So super weird. Yeah. That was that was just walking into the hotel. Like we were on the sidewalk in front of the hotel. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we weren't in some weird part of town. It's just, that's yeah. Daytona, you know? I mean, you know, if someone asks what's wrong with Daytona, I mean, just kind of, you know, summarize it a little bit. You walk by, there's a lot of stores selling Confederate stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it is, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the trans players, a lot of the ethnic players uh, did not have a good time. Let's just put it that way. You know, that's, that's the clearest way that I could say it, so. I mean, when, when Ski Sonic and I walked down the street to get pizza, like, we, people were looking at us weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, so unfortunately, the <clears throat> hotel itself is nice. Mm -hmm. Across the street, the venue is great. Yeah, people if you got ice thrown. Stay at them between stuff, yeah. here, you know. But mm -hmm. some some point you want food. Unfortunately, you know what I mean. It's just, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it goes better. We'll see how how it uh, mm -hmm. improves if it does. Yep. That will be this weekend. I'm gonna be commentating Street Fighter and Mortal. Oh, also, I should say. Uh, my law, my law buddy Ryan Fairchild and I are going to do a law presentation. Oh, on, you have a panel. Well, I do have a panel nice. at six thirty p.m. on Friday, okay. and we're going to be talking about the legal basics for FGC players. Oh. What do you need to know when a team wants to sign you? That's awesome. Okay, I think I'm only doing Street Fighter. I think that's all I'm doing. So. I'm sad. I, I, well, actually, Sam show was a side tournament because yeah. I would have liked to have done that, but it's just a side tournament. So yeah, no. okay, okay. All right. Um, Momochi cut. The mysterious Momochi Everyone in the we, chat asking what he said. Blah, well, blah, blah. Can we take a break before we talk about it? Because I kind of got to take a major whiz. Yeah? 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? So, anyways, the five five. No, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Let's take, yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. We'll be right back, guys. I've been dancing over here. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but I'm I actually definitely... have. I, maybe I've gotten used to it. Maybe you have. Maybe and I've you're gotten used to it. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Don't whiz on the electric fans. Nice. Okay. Okay. I wonder if you guys can hear this. Come here, kitty. God, can you hear that, guys? They think I got up to let David out and they think that I'm feeding him. They think that I'm feeding them. <laughs> Nathan is literally just sitting on a chair to the side. He's just looking at me in this very chill pose and just meowing at me right now. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Ugh. Oh, have, have I been turned around on games these days? Uh, oh, just from playing the, the, the indie games? Well, I've only played uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. I haven't played any of the other ones yet. What do so. you think about that? Uh, this is hard. Yeah. I was shocked by how hard it was because I was like, I'm good at rhythm games. I'm good at action games. It shouldn't be a problem. But they came up with so many creative ways for the enemies to behave on the beat that it like like any individual enemy i fight is fine but then because it's roguelike and they just generate random things and then like when three different enemies come at you and you have to think about all of them at the same time every your brain just melts like your brain just melts i, I heard that the the zelda one is easier but i mean crypto the necrodancer originally started with four stages right so it's designed to be hard it's designed to be very very difficult because if it was easier i think you would just run out of content almost instantaneously in that game so although there are a lot of different characters with very different play styles so uh but yeah i haven't gotten to a lot of the other stuff because i have just been on this crazy trying to make this content kick I've been recording and editing software uh, videos, and of course my videos that I recorded all turned out bad, so I had to re-record like another, I had to re-record like 30 minutes of footage and 40 minutes of gaming footage and stuff, and that was not really great. <coughs> oh, is it really different, huh? How, how different do you feel like uh, Cadence and ne Necrodancer are? I mean, same idea. Right. So, so. Not, I wouldn't say it's super different. Okay, but there okay. are differences, of course. Yeah, no problem with the sand show vids. I mean, I definitely had every intention of getting those out. They're all, even though all the parts are live now, they went live about an hour ago. So, uh, yeah. So um, if you guys can, you know, retweet them, let people know about them, and then I'll retweet those as well because I definitely uh, want a lot of to help a lot of people. And the, and the timestamps that I put in the three hour video are super detailed. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. Ooh, it's untight. All right, you ready to come back? Okay, yes. Ready? Yeah. All right. So, let's get to the next one, which you've already highlighted, 5-5 five, five matchup. Now, we've been doing this segment for a little while. This is basically a segment in which we talk about some news of note and or just interesting debate interesting topic that we can have an opinion about opinion basically so less fact less fact based stuff but more opinion on how we think of stuff great way to phrase it so what we're doing now is we are each week giving everybody else out there a chance to pick one of our topics on the 55 five match 
Anybody we, can suggest an idea. In fact, if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave one on the comments below. I'll check that. Mm -hmm. And you can also tweet to us at TV and give us an idea. Anybody can propose an idea. Then we will see which ones like make sense for the format. Yes. And then mm -hmm. among those, we'll send them out to be voted on by people who are Twitch subscribers and Patreon subscribers. That's right. To give them the final vote on what we end up discussing. Yep. So what are some example topics that we had? I'm just sure. curious. So that didn't... this week, some of the options were, what are the parallels between the Smash scene and the FGC? Dude, did one get zero votes? One got butt kiss. And you know what it was? And I'm quite surprised. It's, has negativity always been around in the scene or has it gotten worse? Nobody wanted to talk about that. That's because they're all negative. You are the negative don't, one. No, don't you think it's because they're positive and they don't want to hear about it? Oh, negativity? maybe, maybe. Okay. I just went uh, glass half empty. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, yeah, interesting. Uh, people can suggest that again. I mean, yeah, honestly. yeah, absolutely. The next one was, who will win EVO 2019 and Street Fighter Five? Mm -hmm. yeah, people voted for that, though. Then should team tournaments be restructured like sports entertainment featuring storylines planned in advance? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> pretty off the wall. Yeah. Which old games deserve resurgence? Mm, okay. Is it fair to the whole FGC to have major tournaments that only run single games? Okay. Okay. And the winner, Momochi said, making a game simple isn't helping or serving anyone. Do you agree? And that was the winner by a substantial margin. Okay. Shout outs to everyone who voted because we thought if we sent messages to our Patreons and to uh, our subscribers that no one would respond, but they, they did. They so, did, actually. Yeah. So shout outs to everybody yeah. out there. Thanks for helping us out. I think that's cool. I hope that that's fun and interesting, and I hope that's like, you know, of note. Yeah, and it helps us come up with good topics to talk about too because, you know, I mean, honestly... Not irrelevant. A lot of the times you guys will ask questions. I'm like, that's a really good thing. We should talk about that. So I, I really do enjoy that. So there Definitely. you go. Definitely. Well, okay, so let's talk about this then. Now... Momochi's comment. <clears throat> a very cool YouTube channel that's popped up is called FGC Translated. Yes, agreed. And... Basically, what happens on that channel is they translate what's going on in some Japanese stream. Stream, yeah, or or anything really. Sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. I, that's that's awesome because then I mean I, that's something I only find out about through word of mouth. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like historically, mm -hmm. I don't understand Japanese, so so for me this is awesome. And one of the things that happened when it was a talk, you know, from Momochi basically talking about. Um, the struggle you know developers have in terms of trying to find ways to both in you know increase how many people are playing and also satisfy the people who are mm -hmm. who have been playing right without like alienating either of the mm -hmm. bases and you know it wasn't like a super long thing check out the channel i think it's cool but if you you know haven't done so basically what he said was i disagree with the idea of if you make the game easy you'll get more players it's not that they don't play because the game the game because it's difficult they don't even try fighting games to begin with they don't know if it's difficult um, now he doesn't give like a better solution particularly right. yeah, but yeah, yeah. he wh what do you think about the idea that fighting games being simplified doesn't help anyone that it's not good for either the players who are picking it up or for the players who have been playing 
It's it's really interesting because I actually had an uncensored episode that I was planning to do, um, which the topic was that uh, fighting fighting game accessibility is a myth. Okay. And this is something that I've been saying to a lot of people recently. I really, really believe fighting game accessibility is an absolute myth. The people who say that they need to make games more accessible to get more players are actually just, they're not succeeding in anything. In fact, I think that they're actually hurting the game more than anything. Okay. Because making a game accessible, make, taking away mechanics, like trying not to put in too many mechanics and everything like that, sometimes I just don't even feel like it hurts the game. It hurts the game because, you know, a lot of times the game is about trying to add a lot more stuff in there, right? So sometimes you do want that kind of thing in a fighting game. And by trying to simplify it, it, it you're not going to get people to play it and go, hey, this is fun, I'm going to keep playing it. The people who play that and, you know, don't have all the mechanics to, to, to kind of confuse them, right, they probably weren't really going to stick around with it all that long anyway, right? You're going to find out if you enjoy a fighting game regardless of the mechanics, in my opinion. Okay, sure. That makes I sense. don't think the mechanics are the intimidating part. Okay. I really don't think okay. the mechanics are the intimidating part. I don't think that, you know, making a game easier to do everything is the appealing part. You know, the... To me, what I've discovered, and you know, a lot of people are probably listening to this and they're going like, what are you talking about? You're just talking about Samurai Showdown, which is like super simple and blah, 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 right? To me, all about what is gonna make someone stick around in the fighting game is does it, is it fun? And does something that you can do in the game make you feel good? Okay. That is 100% one of the best things about fighting games, parries. Everybody knows I'm not a fan of parries. One of the greatest mechanics in there. Is it easy to do? No. Does everybody try it? Yes. Everybody, all of my friends who don't play fighting games, yeah. when they play Street Fighter 3, the first thing they try to do is parry everything. Why? Because it makes you feel good when you do, because you're like, oh, this is a small window, and I totally predicted that you're going to do that. Whenever you parry something by accident, you never tell anybody, because you want to be badass. <laughs> 100%. You want to be badass, right? You just have to put in things into your game that make the player feel like a badass. And as soon as you do that, that is how you're going to keep people in the game. It's not about simplifying things. And in fact, the more you simplify things, sometimes the more you're taking away that opportunity to be yeah. badass. The combos. Yeah. I've always said that I think the rise in teabagging in fighting games is due to the fact that you can't style on anybody anymore. When Daigo got Momochi dizzy, you know, speaking of Momochi, in Street Fighter 4, he did that 20-some hit combo, which required 20 button presses, right? right? Yeah. It wasn't like Marvel, which is like one super 20 of hits, course. right? You know, and that's what you do. But nowadays, if you want to style somebody in the, when you knock them dizzy, you can't in yeah. Street Fighter 5. You just can't. Yeah. Like, Gamer B used to do it all the time. He would do, like, link, 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 that. link, uppercut, uppercut. And it was cool, right? But now you can't do anything, so what do you do? You teabag them. Because it's the only thing you can do, right? It's the only way you can try to, in-game, make fun of somebody. And so I just feel like, like taking away and trying to make things simplified is not the right goal. It's not going to change anybody. And in fact, it hurts your actual long-term audience mm. more. So I think by simplifying games, you are actually hurting your game in terms of having more people stick with it because you've taken away that ability to enjoy yourself. Anyways. No, I think that sounds right. Uh, I think that last year, 
we had a game come out that like tried this. <laughs> and uh, how many? Oh, I already took it out of the thing, but. I bet it had fewer than 600 entrants this year than compared to last year. <laughs> last year it had 600 plus at right. CEO, and mm-hmm, this time it mm-hmm. definitely did not. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, th- I think I think that's a that's a good example of it. And while I don't I don't feel that I need execution to do the cool things. Right. Mm-hmm. I get it. I it's fine if other people do, and I'm not opposed to having characters in there that do that stuff. Right. Like yeah, you yeah, can yeah, have yeah. a viper in there that is mm-hmm, hard. It's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need to play Viper, right? right. I don't need to play exactly. every character in the game. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm definitely with you. To have a, to have some complexity, I think, is good. And, and definitely, I don't want... I don't I don't want to not have options. Wasn't that... That's what I was yeah, saying yeah, like, yeah. earlier mm-hmm. today. Like, I want to have tools. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to have tons of execution. And I don't need... That's... Right, but... But I want to feel that I have things to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to feel that I have things to do. Whether I'm a zoner or a grappler or whatever in between, like I want to have things mm-hmm. to do. It's boring as a zoner to not to have to play the kind of zoner that doesn't press buttons is boring to me. Like I want to do things whether I'm zoning or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely don't want to have options stripped out of a game. Yeah. That does not make for fun for me for sure. And thinking back to when I got involved in fighting games. I don't know. I mean, obviously, we've all self-selected to be part of the FGC. So, of mm-hmm. course, I'm going to have this position. But what I liked about it was that I wasn't great. I liked that it was hard to learn. I, li- mm-hmm. I liked that it was valuable to me that I ran up against people who had such skill. Right. And that they could do all these cool things. And right. I was like, sick, I want to do the thing. Right. Because you knew that you could get, there was something to a chain, achieve, yeah. Yeah. right? Now, that's definitely, again, obviously self-selected for. Of course, I'm going to say that. But I, I feel if you look at the other games that are super popular out there, they have some combination of it's a social atmosphere. And that's a mm-hmm. big part of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, there's cool stuff that you can do the games that are popular aren't like easy games. Uh, Dota's not easy. Right. It's, it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Counter-Strike is not an easy game. Like there's there's a lot of strategy, there's a lot of execution involved in those games and yet they're super popular and it's mm-hmm. the same with the other games as well. Like they're yeah. not popular because they're easy. Yeah, honestly, the, the aspect of fighting games that I think are the most popular, unappealing you know, the reason why they're not as popular as a lot of other esports and stuff like that is because there's no one player component to fighting games. Yeah. Right? I, and I'm not talking about like the crypt. I'm not talking about like, <laughs> like, you know, oh, here's this cool story mode, right? I'm talking about when you're playing the actual game, there's no one player component to it. Whereas every other game has that. When you start in League of Legends, you're just following your minions, you engage lightly with people, know. whatever like that, right? Even in CS, like you can run around a stage and you have your team and you're doing stuff like that. Fighting games is like fight and you're just like right there. And I think that's, I mean, Gerald even talked about it in his video, in his recent video, that it's like people get put in that position, they just start flailing right away because that's just, that's what they're tempted to do. I thought Smash Brothers on the Wii U had a really, was really kind of honest something where they had that mode where you played single player and collected power-ups and then you met and then you fought each other and stuff like that. It just Wow, that was a mode? Yeah, it just didn't catch on, no. you know what I mean? Because it's tough because fighting games, people just want to jump into the yeah. fight, but then at the same time when they do, they panic and then they can't play anymore. So it's a weird situation for fighting games. And so in my opinion, I just think fighting games are in that position where they're just 
going to be hard to get in yeah. there. And one of the things that drives me the most nuts is when I tell people that fighting games are hard. I'm always like, Tekken's really hard. Guilty Gear's really hard. And people are like, James, stop it. Like, you're going to discourage them. I'm like, no. I want them to realize what they're getting into because yeah. the worst thing that you could do is try to tell people, oh, this fighting game's easy. Like, I want them to know that this is hard. And what I always tell people is like, this is really hard to get into. It's going to take time and dedication, but it's one of the most rewarding things that you're going to ever have. Once you get into that mode, the, one of my favorite tweets that I see out there from people are like, I, I can't believe I landed this setup that I labbed in training mode right, in right, an right. actual match. Right. Like this cool Urian crazy bounce right. back and forth. Like I let, it felt so good. Right. And that to me is another example right there is when you practice something in training mode and when you land it, that is where the execution benefit comes in. It, yeah, it's, it's a completely outside thing and probably shouldn't be the focus of the game, but you give something to people that they can practice and that when they do pull off in an actual match, they feel good. And again, execution, that's, that's kind of where I stand I on the execution yeah. things. It makes people feel good, you know? And that, to me, is the joys that you get from doing something successful in a fighting game is never going to be matched, in my opinion. And, of course, I'm biased. I'm a fighting game Natural. player, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I really honestly think that there's some credence to that, that when you pull something off that's super sick in a fighting game, you are always just going to feel that much better about it than like any other game because one, it's hard to do, and two, it might be something very specific to you. Right. Because a lot of the other games, you know, you know, you see. So I mean, it's just like okay, a perfect example in CS:GO. There's a lot of the highlight videos. You'll see the one on five, and the guy kills like five people, and like he headshots like every single it's one of them. Pretty sick. Right. That's like one of the sickest things because it just doesn't happen a lot. You know what I mean? That's. That's what fighting games need to do. So the biggest problem with something like Street Fighter V, outside of Yuri and Mana and some of these other characters, some of the problems with Dragon Ball Fighters is that you're not really going to see a lot of people do stuff that hasn't already been done a bunch of times. And that's, that's kind of where a lot of the frustration comes in, in my opinion, is that you can't do something that some other people will take time to do. You know what I mean? It's like, if as soon as you see a combo in Street Fighter V, I can usually do it almost right away, except for Monat. Yeah. Except for Monat, so. Yeah, well, I, I like that there are those characters in there for people who care about the execution stuff. Right, um, mm -hmm. and I don't want them all to be that way. Naturally. As someone in a chat joked, like, let's make a game where everybody's hard execution. Yeah. I don't want that of at course. all. Of course. I don't want that at all. I want, I want a good variety. I want the character for the people that believe in execution that, that they enjoy it for them. I want a game a character for the Marns. I want the characters for you yeah. who have set up traps and have these really yeah, yeah. cool, like, I can, I can sense your disappointment in how Garrus didn't turn out to be this really cool, like, trap kind of character, you know what I mean? I can sense, I can feel that, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That you're missing that kind of thing. And so I want the whole, I want the character that's super easy to use and wins pretty easily, but just, you know, isn't obviously super broken, yeah, no. but, you know, but it just requires it. a little right. bit more work, et cetera, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got the same kind of feeling from a sick fighting game setup or play or whatever. As back in the day, I used to play real-time strategy games even more than fighting games. So I played a lot of mm -hmm. Brood War and a ton of Warcraft Three. And when when like my when I wanted to, when what I wanted to do worked out, or if I microed particularly well or whatever, like that was a sick feeling because yeah, yeah, I had yeah, spent yeah. a lot of time 
figuring out what my build orders were going to be and, and expecting what my opponent was going to do. And or, then or your particular moving strategy them around. dominated something. <laughs> that definitely happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, dude, I remember this one time I calculated exactly how much damage like a certain combination of units massed up in uh -huh. an undead army would have been. And I knew exactly how much damage it was going to do. And I knew that I needed this in order to take down whatever it was. And I did it. And I'd like... I was like, this is so sick. I knew exactly what it was. And I was like, all right. Mm -hmm. That's not easy. Yeah, and yeah, part yeah. of why I liked it was that it did take this mm -hmm. time. And look, maybe it was always a Zerg rush. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's valid, okay? Okay? Um, oh, man. I was playing on big game hunters back in the day. <laughs> uh, but the, the point is that the hard stuff is fun. And mm -hmm. I think that... I think that Tekken has not become yeah, more Yeah, Magic popular. the Gathering. Uh, Muffin Man brings up Magic the Gathering. Dude, yeah. the, when I, I, I never used to play Magic the Gathering because I knew I would enjoy it. I've told this story yeah, before, yeah. and I didn't want to spend all you the money on it, right? But when I was taught Magic the Gathering, and I started to seeing all the options, how you had the, you know, uh, like the put more hand, cards in their hands so that they kill themselves because you had the, mm -hmm. or you Killing, had the, yeah. or you had this strategy where you're just starving them of resources mm -hmm. or you do this. I looked at that and I started playing and I was like, oh God, I made the right decision. Because uh, <laughs> I could just see, oh God, yeah. I would have just been like, I would have wanted to sit down and create every kind of deck yeah. possible. Oh God, it would have just, I would have lost my life in that thing. And I, so like, you know, I totally get that. Yeah. The, 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 the point is all that I highly agree with Momochi that watering down a game isn't going to be good for anybody. Mm -hmm. I think that there's some like middle ground where I don't want the world's most complex thing. Mm -hmm. I, want, I want to have enough options and enough speed that it's like difficult to keep the options in mind, but possible. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have the most complex thing as a fighting game. I, I want to have it be, you know, fast and deep, but without being too too much on that. So I feel mm -hmm. I don't know if that's ever even happened, but I, I don't want that side of it either. So something in the middle is what I want, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I feel honestly like most fighting games meet that. Yeah, I like mean, I, there I certainly are some examples that I personally think are on the too simple end of things, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that that's not common most fighting games i think do a pretty good job of being somewhere in the line yeah. between you I know mean, too how, complex and how's that actually really brings up a really interesting point he says street fighter 4 was so successful because it hit a nice middle ground and i actually do see that a lot with that game that game had a lot of very easy things to do and i mean it made reversal super easy to do dude you know? i actually had this experience of that was so sick my execution was cool this actually happened last week um, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, so when I went over to Mike's house, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Uh, we... I saw uh, you busted out Street Fighter 4. One of the other dudes, Mike, had brought SF4 some, for some reason. I don't know why. He had it, and so they fired it up. Uh -huh. And I sat down, and I would play it as Dan. And the first thing I did was crouching short, crouching short, stand jab, crouching medium kick, EX Dan kick. And that's not easy. And somehow, I hadn't played that game since 2015, and I did it. And I was right. like, what? Yeah. And then, then I hit... <laughs> I hit counter hit stand strong, close stand strong into Ultra One. And oh, nice. Confirm. yeah, Confirmed yeah, yeah. it. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. And I was like, that was ridiculous. Right, like, uh -huh. I had this experience. It's yeah, very yeah. rare for me. Mm -hmm. And probably not unrelated to the fact that I can control my hands like, yeah, yeah, for like yeah, the first true, time in a while. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that was cool. So I, I did it. 
Yeah, and it's interesting too because I've I've we've talked about one frame links a lot and stuff like that. Like I don't like one frame links. Yeah. I think one frame links are bad. The only reason why I thought they were okay in Street Fighter Four weirdly was because plinking existed, and plinking felt like a, a cool way to fight against right. this kind of annoying thing. And so without plinking, triple plinking the heavies and making it come out very easy, you know, and stuff like that, like. If it wasn't plinking, I would have been like really frustrated with Street Fighter 4's one-frame links. Mm. I'll be absolutely yeah, honest I mean, with that. I did not like. For me, the game's execution and requirement that you link after you cancel something. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or link so. before you cancel something. Uh, Could have done without some of that stuff. But I totally agree with Momochi's point. I don't want games to go too simple, and the games that do go too simple, I feel tend to fall off pretty yeah. fast. Yeah, and as much as, you know, we sat there and talked about Sam's show, you know, it's unfortunate because, you know, you're from a position where you didn't like it, I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like that I think it's this awesome game either. Because You, you can, I mean, yeah. why not? But that's the thing is, I don't feel that okay. way. Because, okay. I, I, like I said, I, I am also in a position where I'm sad they took away a lot of the mechanics. Okay, okay. okay. Right, I, I would like the... the, the the decision, do I want to... Like, me and Mike and uh, and Corey were talking about how we would fix Eason. Like, I think Eason's mm. kind of a silly mechanic right yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. So I would have liked it so maybe you can't use it until you get to a certain Ooh. amount of your health. Sorry, or yeah. if they had the little arrow, like in 5, that you could meditate and bring it up, maybe yeah, you okay. could only activate Rage Burst once it drops below, below that. Because if it starts at a range where you can die before you even get a chance to activate the burst, like a 30% damage will actually kill you past it, then you'd have a reason to meditate and try to build that up so you can actually use the burst during the match. You know, like, those kind of things I think is interesting. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? I do think that that's yeah. kind of... If, like, my friend told me the story where he played uh, Samurai Showdown 2... And uh, one of my friends who actually worked on the game said that, you know, they just threw in everything possible into the game. Just, they didn't know if it was going to be useful, but they yeah. just like, what the hell, right? And so one of them, for example, was the super crouch, which is the down-down in that game where you would crouch really, really low. Okay. And uh, he fought, and there was no rolling wake-up in this game. And okay. he fought against the Kyoshiro who did meaty flame, and he totally would have died on chip. And he woke up with reversal crouch and ducked under it, and then the thing ran out, and he killed him, and he was like, I was so hyped. And it was <laughs> the one time out of, like, three years that he ever used right. it that was great, okay. but why not? You know, why not have it in there that it does something like that, you know? And I just think that it would be... I, I do prefer games to have a little bit more complexity. Now, yeah. the one thing I do agree with, uh, which is what, where CVS 2 went wrong, which was, if it takes too long to pick your characters, that can discourage people from ever even trying the game. And that I agree with. You know, if it's just pick your character, pick an ultra. Pick a character, pick a thing. You know, that's cool. But, like, CVS 2, you're like, pick your character. Wait, I need to pick more characters? Okay, let me pick more characters. I picked all the characters. Groove. Um, wait, what does all this mean? Okay, let me pick this group. Ratio. Wasn't it groove, then characters, then ratio? I don't remember I at so. this point. It's just, it was too much. Like, that's the only area that I will agree on. Like, being able just to go in and pick a character and just go is important, but at the same time, I don't want them to simplify the actual game. And yeah, I 100% okay. agree with Momochi that it doesn't help anyone, and I think it actually hurts the scene because the more complexity you put into the game... And, you know, Smash Melee, I'm always going to talk about it, right? Because the problem is, the reason why I think it's a myth is because everybody thinks uh, accessibility in fighting games is about ceiling... Barrier of entry, doing this. And this is the wrong thing to do. What you should do is either this or this. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody That's, wants the first one, but some, right. some developers seem to think that people do. But nobody yeah. wants that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and in fact, I think a lot of fighting game developers are starting to do this thing. I don't. You know? I don't really agree with that. I do think that certainly some are, mm-hmm. but I don't think that that's largely true. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I like MK11 so much is because I felt like they yeah. kind of did this. They they really did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? They kept and, the ceiling high for sure. And but they kept a lot of hard things. I mean, yeah. the parry in that game is harder than parrying yeah. in like any other game, right? It's three frames of parry. Really, window. Yeah. yeah, the just defend. Yeah, the the, the, the that thing. And then um, even the juggle combos are still hard to do. Like, like yeah. someone told me, like to learn combos is just put the computer on the hardest difficulty in training mode and just let them blow you up. Yeah. And Johnny Cage was doing this combo, and I tried to do it, and it requires a bunch of one-frame juggle links. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah, was yeah. like, uh-huh. this is too hard. Uh-huh. I don't want to learn this combo. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And you know, and but they didn't take that away. Right. While they simplified a lot of stuff, while they universalized a lot of stuff, they added more mechanics. Yeah. And they didn't take stuff away. And that's why I really love the direction they took in that game. So, I agree. perfect example. So, Fatal Blow, I think, is super scrubby, but everybody knows yeah, no. how I feel about one button supers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually one of the reasons why I don't like Esen as well. Uh-huh. Because once you activate it, it becomes a one button super. It's too easy. I, I hate that. I mean, Rage Arts are that. I mean, every time I play Tekken Online, I will lose to that one time because I forgot it's there. Mm. And then uh, same thing with Soul Calibur. I hate the supers mm-hmm. in Soul Calibur. I hate the Fatal Blows. I hate any one-button supers. Well, two-button, but, you know, well, I well, What I mean is one-frame activation. Yeah, you don't have supers. to do a motion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, oh, God, I hate it. That's why custom combos were bad. That's 100% why custom combos were so bad in all the other games. because I mean, they were one Maybe button. also that they were invincible and dealt too much damage and yeah, so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what I mean, because like Fatal Bows have armor. Like, if all those things didn't have armor or invincibility, whatever. I mean, uh, Fatal Blow, I'm not concerned about on Wake Up. You know what I mean? But like, if somebody does it... Every time properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're neutral. It's, you know, somebody wilds out. What are you going to do? I uh, mean, the fact that... You see top players doing it. I mean, that's how, that's how uh, Deoxys beat um, Sonic Fox in that one tournament, that online tournament. He just walked up to him and fatal blow. Hey man, <laughs> you know, <laughs> some uh, things are just good. Yep. All right. Shout outs to Momochi. We agree. Also, yeah. thanks to everybody for suggesting the ideas, and also thanks for voting on which ideas you'd like to see us talk about. Again. If you're watching this on YouTube and you'd like to propose some ideas, please leave a comment. That mm-hmm. would be great. If anybody would like to send us an idea for what topic you'd like to talk about, send us a tweet at TV. We would be happy to put it on the list. And then people who are Twitch and Patreon subscribers will get to decide which one ends it up. Yep, that's right. So if you want to vote on the topic, we got our Patreon at patreon.com slash TV. As well as so you can sub here, at, uh, and when you sub, you get cool. Now fight a new rival, uh, sounds yeah. and stuff like that. So third you get strike, cool stuff like that. So. Now there was something else that we wanted to talk about in five five matchup, but honestly, there's not a ton of time, so maybe we could save it. But uh, what was it again that you want to talk um, about? Oh, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we can do that. Why yeah, let's talk not, about it. There's not too much going on otherwise. Okay. So Capcom came out with a rule set related to the Gaffro box, Daigo's stick that he was using. Well, not Daigo's, but you know what I mean. Gaffro made it, Daigo used it, so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and Capcom has come out with a rule set that kind of clarifies, sort of clarifies the issue. 
sort of clarifies it. Right? I think that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. As far as its usage, usage goes in the Capcom Pro Tour. So at Combo Breaker, if you all remember, Capcom made like a last decision choice to ban... They made a last decision choice to say something. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously, the wording of it was was <laughs> soup. It was just mush. It could have been right, anything. Uh -huh. But then Rick clarified that it means that Daigo couldn't use that hitbox. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so, okay, fine. Yeah. But that they didn't mean that to be, like, the larger rule. They were like, okay, we're going to study this and get back to you. So now, if you go to their website... Um, they have rules, and you can check out the rules on the Capcom Pro Tour, which I will link here in the chat. There it is. Hopefully that's not too far behind. <coughs> All right. What does everybody, everybody think about it? Are you, letting, are you letting everybody read it? <laughs> Players are allowed to use the controller of their preference. Mm -hmm. That's standard. Well, it's large. It's more widely phrased than I think that they mean. Okay. Uh, then, the use of macros, turbos, or any peripheral which tampers with standard game functionality is prohibited. C, if the controller is not immediately recognized by the PC or PlayStation 4 after connection, Capcom MV or the tournament organizer will propose advancing the matches with a substitute controller. Below are the proposed controllers. Specifically, the PS4 DualShock 4 or the Razer Panthera Street Fighter V Edition. Shout out to Razer for obviously sponsoring and <laughs> clearly greasing the wheels a little bit to make sure that happened. Like, what? I mean, look, if Razer... Provides community usable sticks. They absolutely deserve it, dude. Like, if Capcom Pro Tour goes around and they just have a set of joysticks for people to use, okay, absolutely. That would be actually yeah, awesome. Yeah, I don't. Th I don't know if that's what they mean here, but I think yeah, that's, I know. But I'm just. I think that actually would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can use keyboard in some instances. The principle of controllers at CPT will not limit any cosmetic or functional controller customizations, providing fairness is maintained. We recognize certain customizations may be required so that players with physical impairments can't compete. I like that. Wait, where's this? Where is this? Right here. Limit function will not limit cosmetic or functional controller customization, providing fairness is maintained. I want to design a controller now with like a like a like a blunt needle at the end that I can like shove into my opponent's elbow, because that's the cosmetic. That's a cosmetic thing, and they, they mention cosmetic, you know? You're going to get the spikes that you put in your little wheel axle, and you kind of drive somebody off <laughs> yeah, the road. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's harsh. Yeah, cosmetic. Because they said cosmetic to, you know, what, providing this? fairness is maintained. Because I'm just trying to think of unfair cosmetic choices right now. Well, it says cosmetic or functional. Right, I know. But they even cosmetic. put in cosmetic in there. So I'm just trying to imagine the most unfair, unfair? Cos yeah, yeah. unfair cosmetic. Know, yeah. yeah. Get a ruling on it. <laughs> <laughs> See the player go <laughs> crash into a tree. <laughs> they fall know? off the chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be so funny. Oh my god. The limited customization is permitted as long as fairness is maintained. Therefore, colon next paragraph. The maximum amount of attack command inputs is eight, 
and it is prohibited to assign the same command onto multiple buttons. Oh, interesting. Is that new? Is that new there? These are ro new rules. Okay, okay. Um, the maximum... So that actually would take away uh, Tokido's down button, or up button that he used to have on the extra up button. Yes. Because no two buttons can do the same thing. You have a maximum amount of attack command inputs being eight. Now, it is possible to use analog sticks... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That give you theoretically way more than eight. <laughs> Are those banned, Capcom? If I put an extra controller on my thing, <laughs> an extra joystick. Uh, yeah, up is not even necessarily an attack either. Oh, the so. by the way, this is the amount of attack command inputs. Yeah, my bad. The next paragraph is the maximum amount of directional command inputs is four. Wow. Okay. But I mean. PlayStation oh. controllers already. Oh, do you mean how PlayStation controllers natively have both a stick and a D-pad, yeah. and they both work, which means you have eight? Right. Hold on, let me let me scroll up just a little bit. If I recall correctly, <laughs> below are the proposed controllers: PlayStation Four wireless controller, DualShock Four. <laughs> I think that's one of the proposed substitute defaultedly allowed controllers. So I flourish there a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Law gets David excited, man. Oh, oh man. man. You know what? Uh, they're, they're trying out here. When assigning a directional command to a button, instead of a directional button on DualShock TM, directional lever or analog stick, it is called a move button. A controller can have both a move button and a lever simultaneously. So what they did here, <laughs> so I don't know who wrote this, I don't know, but what they're what they're trying to say is that when you assign a directional command to a button, it's different. It's different. Well, that doesn't take away my. Uh... My, 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 my. It is called a move button. A move button. And not a directional command input. Continue. A controller can have both move button and a lever. Yeah, so Tokido can keep the up button then, basically. I think that they would say he can't. If they disabled one of the other buttons. Dude, what if you disabled the up button on your stick, but you had a physical button, up button? Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, I'm just saying that if you just took away one of the eight buttons on the side and put the up button down there again... Yeah, okay, so I guess what you could do is you could have a hitbox with a stick next to it. Yeah, it's true, too. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, you could have a hitbox with a stick on it. Because that's... The hitbox buttons are the move buttons, and the stick is the directional command input. It's a lever. <laughs> I guess you would say. Yeah, it's it's a lever, move lever. It's a move lever. <laughs> maybe can... maybe the PS4 because of the way they designed the D-pad, those are move buttons. I think that's what they mean. I think those are move buttons, and the analog stick is a move lever. That's exactly. That's what they're why saying. it's legal that's for both saying. of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There that's you go. that's how they made the the PS4 default pad oh, allowable okay, okay. under their rules yeah, 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 is because yeah. they're saying that it has not, instead of eight directional input commands 
which is illegal. You can mm -hmm. only have four. It instead has a lever and move buttons, which are separate. <laughs> That's what they're saying. Nailed it. Solved it. <laughs> Solved. I'm no longer confused. And this is completely. It's completely cool. Mm -hmm. uh, a controller can have an analog stick with directional buttons on DualShock TM, a lever, or direction buttons. However, the inputs from directional actions with analog stick must stay on analog, e.g. it is prohibited to convert mechanical ability of analog stick to lever or buttons. This means you can't actually have both a stick and hitbox buttons, mm. but it means that because the analog stick must stay on analog. You can have analog joysticks. Yeah. So that means that you could flout their rules here. They're trying to make it so that you can't have both a hitbox and a stick because they think sticks are not analog, but you can have analog. I mean, that, that, that Paradise Arcade stick, what was it called, the magenta? Is, is is an analog stick, right? Because you get to determine the, the, the windows and stuff like that. That's 100% an analog stick. So you, technically, by the rules, you could use that and have directional buttons at the same time with a joystick as well. So there you go. Someone says, read the rest of C. You skipped it. A controller can have both move button and lever simultaneously. However, the controller must give up the corresponding input on the lever. When you assign the upward action into a move button, you must lose the upward input with lever. Yeah, I mean, I read that, but I don't know what that means for a pad. Right. How do you, are you going to delete, I don't know how you delete the inputs. Can you even do that? Is that, an, I don't think that's an option. I don't think so. Oops, crackly. Okay, hang on a second. Well, let us know if it's. I think they're saying pad is fine, but the, what they're trying to do is is make it so that you can have pad default, but you can't have a hitbox with a thousand buttons on it. Right. They just don't. That seems like clearly the intended goal. Right. It's basically they're trying to make it so that the the PlayStation Four pad works because it's an analog controller and a D pad. And they just don't want to have other people get around it by creating a joystick with buttons or buttons with joysticks. So like, instead of just saying, you can use a PS4 pad, if you have a stick, the, here are the rules. They tried to make it so that they unnecessarily defined too much about the pad yeah. and tried to apply that definition to a stick, and it just well, doesn't Well, because, really I mean, work. there's a lot of other alternate controllers to the PS4 pad, right? Like, there's the Hori pads. Okay, I, the... yeah, I, don't, I don't just mean, like, the default yeah, DualShock, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, mm -hmm. you could have categories of controllers, one of which is pad, one of which is joystick, oh, one of which is yeah. hip Like, you mm -hmm. don't... People get bogged down by this kind of stuff when they're trying to write contracts a lot where they're, they want to define a thing that covers all things. Right. But you don't need to do that a lot of the time. You could just make it more discreet. So it's definitely, it was it was doable here, but I get the, right. the, yeah, the, yeah. the point is. Uh, it's funny because um, MJazz says a programmer wrote this and I totally see that. I totally feel that actually. Well, like I was saying, many lawyers would write it this way too yeah. because oh, it's, really? the same, okay. it's the okay. same impetus, which is we need to categorize everything. Right, we need to cover everything. You but, know, well, okay, but even stuff that doesn't exist yet, and you sure, know. and and lawyers feel fight a new rival. Oh no, my hands are needed down here. Um, I get that. I de I definitely get that. But you don't need to. You don't need to always do that. 
you could write the rules in a different way that still allow you to cover all the things, but that don't needlessly cover stuff. Okay. That's the problem. The problem here is that they're needlessly covering things. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Respect yeah. the Panda Champion. We've often talked about this, yeah, how uh-huh. we think that law and programming are, are very similar. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're just trying to cover all the situations and stuff. Yep. So. I'm trying to program how a business relationship works. Mm-hmm. That's what We're a just trying to is. make sure that your you know, car with 7,000 computers in it doesn't, you know mess you up anyways it's uh, programming with words yeah for mm-hmm. sure so you know you read read the rules if you care the, the point obviously is don't have a thousand buttons on your stick like it's still the same it's like the same as what they said for combo breaker mm-hmm. honestly I feel like it's the same it's yeah it's I'm, not terribly easy to understand it's kind of wishy-washy even though it intends to not be right. Because it's interesting because, like, I was worried that, that my, my Tekken stick would still work, basically having a joystick and then having a left-right button on the side. But the lever, it's a lever. It's not the analog controller. So the lever counts the same as the movement button. So I wouldn't be able to do you that. You would not be able to do that. Right. So, interesting. Okay. All right. What do you think about this as far as the 5-5 matchup? Because debate is a good idea. I mean, look... I, I, it's good that they're trying to cover it because obviously it's coming up. And as you said before, it's silly that it it's coming up now because Daigo mentioned it. Ten you know? years later. Yeah. yeah, I know, because this was obviously a concern that we've talked about long ago. But, you know, it's good. It's good that Daigo has put it into this limelight here agree. because, again, when I talk to Tekken people about it, because my Tekken stick, I want to add the extra left and right button so now I can do electrics 100% of the time and stuff like that. You know, I've talked to Tekken players about it, and I was like, is this banned? And they're like, eh, I think it's banned. I'm like, well, it's, like, really good, so why don't people do this? And they're like, ah, oh, you know, because they're old school, it's honorable. And, and I was just like, this is not going to fly. So, like, I'm glad it's being brought to the forefront. And as, as weird as this one sounds and is worded and stuff like that, I really do hope TWT Pro Competition Dragon Ball, World Tour, etc., etc., all address this as well. I really hope they do because those games are all going to be able to benefit from having some sort of crazy custom modded joystick as well. And so, well, DB Dragon Ball World Series, sorry, Dragon World Ball Tour. Fighters World Tour didn't. Didn't? Huh? Okay. I, I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I look. I I kind of agree. Respect the Panda Champion that it's. I'm like kind of being too much of a dick about it. <laughs> like I don't need to rip these rules up quite as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and certainly the point of them is pretty clear. And just like in the law when legislation comes out, if it passes and it's kind of dumbly worded, mm-hmm. judges will just be like, "Well, they probably meant this." Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's then it's not that big of a deal. Okay, okay. It's not that big of a deal. That's the nice thing is that if you have a good judge, they can interpret it too, right? Yeah. So. And if they've made a bad decision, then it gets appealed and the right. next judge yeah, is like yeah, yeah. either you know, yeah, you're, you're right, you're wrong, and then maybe there's another appeal. And this is, you know, there's a process to it. Okay, this, okay. In this case, it's not uh, a judge, obviously, but somebody from Capcom would just be like, yeah, this is what we meant. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. it. And right. It's, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think for the Dragon Ball World Tour 1, it was just literally like, uh, standard pads are cool. Like, other than that, don't be a dick. It was like... <laughs> I mean, like not literally, but it was right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just basically uh-huh, like uh-huh, it's gonna uh-huh. be it's gonna be up to the person who runs the event. Yeah, 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 I know yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. whoever wrote those rules knows how it works. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Okay. 
All right, well, uh, let's talk about some FGC news. What do we got? What do we got? Okay. So, Street Fighter V is free to play on the PC from oh. June 25th, today, to July 7th. You think they're trying to fight against Samurai Showdown? I wonder, because didn't this happen last time? I feel yeah. like the game was now... It was, I think it was MK, wasn't it? Weren't they free during MK's release or something like that? Might have been MK. Certainly there yeah. was a recent fighting game that when it was coming out, Street Fighter V was free to play. Mm -hmm. So it's free to play again on PC. If you're interested, check it out. That's pretty cool. On top of that, there is new bundles and costumes and stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was during MK, people said. Yeah, and the... the, the... Just, this is Q's expression under the mask always. How do you know? He could be doing this. <laughs> I hope he's doing you that. You never know. I hope you he's never doing know. I hope he's doing that. That would make it way better. Yeah, and then dot, 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 exclamation point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyway, yeah, check it out if you are so inclined. Pretty cool that it is free to play. That's mm -hmm. on PC only, but obviously there's cross-play, so you can play against people who yeah, are on PlayStation. Yeah, of course, of course. Oh, it's also the Steam Summer Sales right now. That's why it's free to play as well. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Mortal Kombat 11 has become the best-selling game of 2019. 2019. I don't mean fighting game. Mm -hmm. Video yeah. game. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, look, they're smart because they put it on like every platform possible. That's true. Right, and release it at the same time on every platform possible. And uh, probably, I have it on three of those platforms. Probably worked some people to the bone to do it, but you know. Sure, as we we have definitely addressed that stuff. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. So but that's the problem. That the the, the it, I forgot who I was talking to about this. Actually, I think about it. Just been Edma yesterday. Like we were talking about like just MK. Like it doesn't even matter that it's like super violent or whatever like that. Because I mean, like sure, it can't be on E League TV, right? It's probably not going to be on Evo Sunday because of the vibe. I mean, that's what you think, right? That's, my, that's, my that's guess, your right? S that's your guess, right? So if that's the case yeah. and stuff like that, but really, do they care? Like, there's no reason right, to right, do right. an esportsy version right. of it because they're the best-selling game of 2019. <laughs> right. Clearly, they're not hurting for anything. And clearly, if they say, we need to do this for esports, Ed Boom will be like, ha, ha, yeah, ha, <laughs> Best selling, like you're just gonna take that trophy of the best selling game of 2019 and go, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, sure. like, like uh, Derek, you know, he worked on God of War, the mm -hmm. first God, of, and you, launching a brand new franchise to that level of success mm -hmm. is almost mm -hmm. impossible. And at one point in time, he was like a consultant for other games, right. you know, and he always joked, like, if they were, were like, oh, we don't think that's a good idea, he would just like pull out God of War and just like, dang, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's basically what Ed Boon can do right, right now, of course. you know, he's just like. You know, oh, you need to do this for esports. So just be like best-selling game of 2019. Yeah, 100%, yeah. man. So, so congrats to NetherRealm for making a great game. Mm -hmm. I really super enjoy it, as I have often said. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it could be less bloody. Yeah, yeah, that's they're killing it. As I it mean, is, the so. crazy thing is, like, outside of obviously the 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 sexual nature of costumes and stuff like that, they're doubling down on a lot of other things because I don't feel like in a lot of the other MKs, like you know, like Johnny Cage wasn't going f you f you f you and flipping you off constantly, right? Not. Like now that's just part of the wind pose. Yeah, you know, Kano's just peeing on the guy in the background and who's eating his food. You know, yeah. uh, I think like, they recently uncensored the Johnny one, by the way. What do you mean? When it launched, it was censored. Was it? It was beep. 
beep, 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 beep. Really? I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but I think okay. it's uncensored now. Yeah. If I recall correctly. No, it's definitely uncensored because I've definitely heard him say it. I've definitely heard him say it. So, interesting. Okay. Okay. What is auto chess? What's auto chess? I haven't played it myself, but my understanding is that it's like you put characters in certain positions and let them play it out, and the strategy of it is where you arrange them, but I haven't played it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I've heard a lot about it, and like other games are trying to put in extra auto chess and stuff. But was it something that was created by the modding community again? I believe so. Yes, there you go. They've, I mean, they created the entire MOBA genre, right? So out of Warcraft 3, so I'm not surprised, so... The positioning is not the strategic part? Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, it's okay. like deck building? Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't, I haven't okay, played it. I've okay. been meaning to try. But. Interesting. It's more like Mahjong. Don't tell me that, Curly W, because then I will be totally into that. Why am I not playing Frost? Uh, she's not a good enough zoner and not a grappler? Uh, take that, Tacula. I'm playing Cetrion and Baraka. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, try, I'm trying to grab and I'm trying to zone, dude. I'm not trying to play this middling cross. I don't even think she's bad. Uh, all right. Community news. The Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour was announced. No, Mahjong Solitaire is not the same thing. That's not the same thing. That's a completely different game. We're talking about real Mahjong. About, like, washing the pieces and, you know, the, the scene at the end of Crazy Rich Asians where I loved it because they did it and they didn't even explain what was happening in there but if you knew mahjong you totally get that it had everything to do with their conversation which was super oh, that's pretty cool, cool. okay yeah i mean look the movie's been out for a while because like basically what happens is you know she goes to the mom is like you know what i'm gonna let your son go i'm just gonna leave his life i watched part of it you know you don't want me to be a part of his life anymore and what you actually see is when they play uh, her character constance Wu's character actually wins because she grabs the piece that she needs to win and then she just throws it out because you have to announce that you won. Because mm. you don't have to win if you win. That's the whole thing with okay. Mahjong. Because honestly, if you win certain ways, sometimes it doesn't give you as many points as if you win another way. Uh, okay. So you'll purposely be like, no, I don't want to win this. Or, or I want this person to get, because I think that this person will like Got be it. the guy. So she purposely took the piece that, that would have made her win, threw it out there. The mom grabbed it and said, I win. And so that was the whole conversation. Because she was like, <laughs> you funny. know what? You can have your son. And so she basically did in life what she did in right, the game, right, 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 and then she walked it. away. And she showed her hand and walked away. So when the mom looked at the hand and saw that she would have won with the piece that she right. threw away, that's why the mom was like, like that. So it was so such a cool scene, dude. That's it was such cool, a man. cool scene. So <laughs> Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Yeoh is who you're talking about. Michelle Yeoh is the best. So there you go. No, 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 you're not. That's a different movie, Respect the Panda. That's actually Always Be My Maybe. Keanu Reeves is in it very briefly, but he is so good in that movie. He is just like the greatest thing in that movie, dude. He's so good. Oh, God, he's so funny in that movie, dude. Oh, no, Crazy Rich Asians is a different movie. Look at this. It's already that we have two Asian movies that people can get confused. We're living in a great timeline. <laughs> yes. But that's how Hollywood is. It's so bad that when you talk about one Asian movie, everyone thinks it's just that one, you know? Like, that's what we need to fix. That's what we need to fix. I hear that. So. <clears throat> there you go. I'm not calling you racist at all. Respect the Panda Champion. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. All Asian movies look the same. Anyway. Jeez. <laughs> I started, I started watching it, and then there wasn't enough time on the flight 
So uh, I got through like 45 okay, minutes. Okay. I looked at my clock. My my. Uh, yeah. I didn't do the math right. Yeah, so I was yeah, wondering yeah, where we're gonna yeah, land, uh, so I didn't have enough time. But I'll I'll watch it on the next trip. Yeah, I always I always try. Yeah, Keanu's actually half Asian. Yeah, He's half Asian. So I always try to use the thing on the flight itself that has the time left on the flight. Oh, that's a pretty smart idea. Yeah. Because yeah. if you tap it, it advances through the cycle faster. So you go pause menu, it like pops up, you tap it a couple of times and it changes and you'll see how long the flight is <laughs> like that, so. Okay. Keanu's quarter Asian, huh? Okay. But it's just so funny because everybody knows that like Keanu Reeves is like the nicest guy in the I've world. So. I mean, like he's super cool and he's like the most un-Hollywood person ever and that's why like in the movie he's like super like pretentious. Like, <laughs> that's cool, okay. So it's really funny. It's really funny. So there you go. <clears throat> Oh, she went by Michelle Kahn in her earlier films. Interesting. Okay, okay. Anyways, any other news? The Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour was announced, as That's we mentioned, right. and it's being run differently. Remember last year, it was just when you win an event, you win a Dragon Ball, yeah. and then whoever wins the Dragon Balls goes to the event, and mm -hmm. if you don't have seven individual people, or whatever the number was. Right, right. They had the last chance are. qualifiers. And there's yeah. the last chance qualifiers. Seven, yeah. seven correct, yes. Oh, yeah, and then there was going to be an LCQ for sure, and then to get eight. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it ended up No, being no, no, that. it was only the seven. There was just going to be the LCQ, but they added yeah, one for every region. That's what I'm saying. Person. There was going to be an LCQ for sure to get eight total. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then okay. instead, because Kazunoko won so many, they right. had more LCQs. And then not only that, but they also had smaller events that if you won those, you just got a free trip to one of the Dragon right. Ball qualifying events. Right. Yes. The radar events. Yes. So now it works differently. There's going to be Saga events that still have auto qualifiers, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they also give out points. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be Tenkaichi events that are going to be like the ranking events, okay. challenger okay. events. Okay, so they went back to... The, and the... those are going to give points as well. Okay. And 15 players get in either by auto quals if you win a Saga oh, okay. or by ranking... And then there's one spot open for the LCQ. So nice. 16 players. Okay, so it's, they opened it from 8 to 16 then, yeah. basically. Okay. And okay. they also opened it from $25,000 prize pool total in the finals mm -hmm. to 80000 Well, last year it was 25000 Yes. This year it's 80000 Yes. Huh? Ooh, there we go. And okay. they get, they're okay. giving $10,000 pot bonuses to the Saga events and $1,000 to the Tenkaichi events. Nice. And the 10000 I think it was 5000 last year, if I recall okay. correctly. So okay. there's just a lot okay. of more money and more people, and I'm happy about this. That's really good. That yeah. is really, really, really good. I hope that, because look, I, I mean, just from the listing of the order at EVO, like it was number one, clearly number one last year, and yeah. now it's like third to the bottom. Right, I mean the drop off in that game has been pretty big, and yeah. I'm worried that you know a lot of it was just because the world tour has no information mm -hmm. or whatever like that. Obviously, there's concerns. I know a lot of people do find the game less enjoyable that they yeah. used to. You know, Although, even some people who used to play Dragon Ball a lot, I've talked to them, and they've, they've recently, they, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I, I was at NCR just this year. I was talking to one player who was really into the game at first, mm. and he's just like, the game is, I just, I'm bored by it right now. What I've know? heard from players more recently than that is that mm. they really like where it is now. So oh, people okay, who stuck cool. with it really like where it is cool. now. Cool, that's good, anyway. that's good. CEO is going to be a Tenkaichi event. Okay. And Evo is like one of the sagas, and there's like uh, a few others. Oh, so uh, CEO is not one of the saga events. No, there's only... Three? Oh, there's really? Like, it's very oh, few. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Or something, something like that. Not many. Okay, okay. So it's a little bit differently done, but okay, I think it's pretty cool. The finals will be in France. 
Oh, nice. So okay, they're, okay. It's worldwide. There are only three sagas. So it's they're kind of doing what? Uh, I mean, I'm sure maybe uh, maybe Rick has a lot to do with it because he runs the Tekken World Tour. It's all Bandai Namco. So maybe he has something to do with them having foreign locations for that because that's actually really cool. I think that'd be awesome. So, for sure. Okay. Alex Myers and Vicious are doing a new show called Run It Back. Mm-hmm. It's like a new excellent adventure. Yeah, I watched it. It was pretty funny. Check it out on Alex Myers' YouTube channel, which is just Alex Myers. So. M-Y-E-R-S. Not M-E-Y-E-R-S. It's just M-Y-E-R-S. Correct. Our Street Fighter is sending people to Evo. Mm-hmm. They had a whole community nomination process, which I think we talked about at least once. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had a voting process, which took place in the past week. And... Born Free. Born Free won it. Yep. And there was definitely a little bit of drama on the social media verse of some people saying like it was really bad that uh, like a person who's a more content producer yeah. than player made it and everything like that. Although the person who was in second place, uh, Jester Power, I think it is, I think yeah, he is going as well. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, okay. So, um, but again, you know, they've sent more than one, depending on how many of the things they sell, you know, they can send more players. Yeah. So they made t-shirts for everybody. I think uh, Maureen Bait Tele- Bait by telephone or I don't know how what her Twitter means I, it's like bait telephone or is it by telephone I'm not sure I don't even know her. I follow her and I don't know her Twitter yeah is, so like um, but however it's supposed to be pronounced but I think she's in third place right now for that so um, but uh, yeah I mean look being able to go to Evo and giving us a lot of awesome content is absolutely a worthy enough reason to be sp- sponsored and sent over there. I think that's wonderful that Born Free gets to go there. I think he absolutely deserves it, and I really look forward to the stuff that he's going to do. Maybe I can even do my part two of an infinite, uh, you know, interviews with him because we did one at a CE uh, Combo Breaker, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we could have probably gone on I for imagine. like another few hours. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool that he was who was sent out. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm happy with what community's choice is basically mm-hmm. my position on that. Yeah, like, whoever mm-hmm. they go with is cool with me. If it hadn't been him, I would have supported it in just the same way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Shout yeah. out to them. You know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sitting here going, "We should send content guys over yeah, no, there." Yeah. Like, if he gets there, cool. Cool. I'm down I, yeah, with whatever it. the yeah, community's down, down with. Mm-hmm. So. Shoutouts to our Street Fighter. They do a lot of good things in terms of community. Mm-hmm. They run a weekly tournament stream and tournament that you can just enter. Yeah. An online local, they call That's it. That's awesome, dude. Super cool. So yeah. check them out. Reddit.com slash r slash the, the guy, What's the guy's name who, who runs it? Runs most of uh, it. Joe? Joe. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Joe. He does a lot of great work. So Yeah. He's definitely been uh, helping people out for quite a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Joe Monday. Yep. Yeah. That sounds like such a ESPN sports kind of name, dude. <laughs> Welcome to the Joe Monday Show. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Every time I see it, uh, is he named after someone like that? I don't know. It just it sounds so much like a like an ESPN talk show. Welcome to Joe Monday in the Monday morning stocks. Let's talk about the Eagles this weekend. You know, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, that's all I have in terms of news. Okay. Um, the only other thing, if you want to address it still kind of late, is uh, this line right here. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It is kind of late. Uh, I mean, let's just, uh, we won't discuss it. We've obviously talked about mental health a lot recently. Um, yeah, obviously, for years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the important things to talk about is the Atika situation, right? 
Again, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I don't know much about him. Yeah. I don't know anything, but he was a very popular YouTuber. I'm not sure if he was a streamer as he well. Was. He was a streamer. Uh, he His mental state had been deteriorating a little bit. In fact, there was one situation where he was like put into an ambulance recently or mm. something and taken away. He went missing uh, a few about four days ago, I think, after putting out a very... Uh, like a very frighteningly yeah. realistic video, you know, where he was just like talking about how he kind of wanted to take his own life yeah. and stuff. Unfortunately, today the police, I don't know if they found the body today, they might have found the body yesterday, but they did confirm that it was him. Yeah. Uh, Desmond is his real name, I think it was. Yeah. And uh, so, unfortunately, they didn't release any of the circumstances, yeah. but I mean, just judging by everything, he most likely did end up taking his own life. And, you know, it's interesting because it really kind of highlights, you know, not even just the mental state, not even just the depression, but what the modern age of home celebrities can kind of produce. That's an interesting right phrase, now. home celebrities. Uh, only 29 years old. Only yeah, 29 years yeah. old, says Peter 0611. So the interesting thing about it is, like, if you are a celebrity in Hollywood or something like that, a lot of times when you're on the set talking to other Hollywood people, they could probably be like, oh, I know, dude, here, talk to this person. You might have, like, known kind of support group kind of things. But the world that we're living in right now is that anybody can be a celebrity now, just if you're just a good, funny streamer yeah. or if you have great YouTube content. And I think what that does is it, it puts a lot of people in positions that they're just not prepared to deal with that kind of situation. Now, people can correct me if I'm wrong. I heard when his mental state started deteriorating and he started kind of talking about it. I've been accused of this before, of the sympathy culture, yeah. right? That people actually trolled him. They would give him clown emojis all the time, you know, just basically like, oh, you're just going nuts. You're just being silly. I'm sure a lot of people probably thought he was trying to do some sort of sympathy culture or something. His community made a meme out of it, according to people in the chat That's over horrible. there. You know, but they just don't have the ability to find. And as a content producer myself, like, I don't have access to healthcare. I don't have access yeah. to a lot of this stuff right there. So if my mental state starts deteriorating because of this weird thrust into the limelight thing, yeah. how do you get to it? Who do you talk to about it? There's no industry for it. This is a really good point that I have to admit that I hadn't thought of before, but this, the idea of him being... Having having the status of a celebrity without the support structures that have historically come with that mm -hmm. has, I'm sure, a giant difference in yeah. impact. Because I, I was thinking, like, man, I, I wonder if just celebrities in general are depressed. I don't. I mean, I've only met a couple in real life, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, don't know how they act. But but they have such a different situation because they're going to a place of work that where there's mm -hmm. other people who would deal with them, and right. I'm sure it's. The invasion, I'm sure, is much worse, but at least they may have support structures that don't really exist right. for people who just make content in their own homes. Yeah, and I mean, even the celebrities out there, like, what was it, the, the I always bring up the Limp Bizkit guy, uh, he just recently committed suicide, right? Was it that one, or was, it, was it Limp Bizkit, or was it, um, I always get the bands wrong. I don't know, man. Oh, shoot, it was somebody just recently... Um, Lincoln Park, that's what it was. Lincoln Park. Oh, wow. The lead singer uh, committed suicide. Oh, wow. And uh, th there was the biker recently. Was it Dave Mira or somebody committed suicide? Really? Robin Will. Not Dave Mira. It was somebody else. Oh, shoot. Someone, please help me. Anyway, it Chris happens. Chris Cornell. Yeah, it happens. 
a, a lot. It yeah. happens a lot, right? So, you know. and, and 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 what's what the the thing that for me, uh, oh, it was uh, Robin Williams did that. Robin Williams committed suicide, obviously, recently yeah. too. But I mean, the, the the real thing that comes down to it is one of the hardest things about the internet age is that it's all very troll based. It's all very you know like it's funny and you know it's. Twitch chat is mean and you know, it's it's just part of the culture kind of thing like that And what you have to realize, you know, is that everybody out there is a real person yeah. Everybody out there is going through and if you actually see people who uh, Anthony Bourdain was another one Yeah, that's right But if you actually see people going through stuff like this like take it seriously be yeah. respectful and you know it's it's a concern and because a lot of these people who I think are in this internet celebrity status do not have the proper structure or yeah. resources to handle it and it's gonna be even worse because literally half of these people who become famous internet people have no idea what they're doing of course and the fact that they became famous was probably not as calculated as you know you think it wasn't like all. yeah exactly so some people are just like holy crap I fell into the right place at the right time uh -huh. and now I'm super famous uh -huh. and they don't know how to handle it, you know what I mean? And it's a tough situation, and so it's one of those things that you just have to keep in mind. One of the reasons why I talk about how depressed I am on Twitter all the time or you know, that I'm going through things is because I just want people to understand that this is a situation. Again, it's not sympathy culture or anything. I'm not yeah. trying to get people to be like, you're great, James, don't worry, because I'm honestly, if you're depressed, hearing people tell you how great you are doesn't even help. Does not help, I agree. There was one person who I saw on Facebook talking about how depressed they were and all the responses to this person was like, oh, but I love you, you're yeah. awesome, you're awesome. And my response is like, no amount of me telling you how much I think you're awesome is gonna help you. It just falls right off your back. Right, and I was like, this is what I'm gonna tell register. you instead. And I gave my standard advice to everybody, which is, it's okay to be depressed. Yeah. You're right. You're not you're absolutely valid for being depressed. Yeah. Just because people have it worse than you doesn't mean anything. Just because somebody else can be happy and you can't doesn't mean anything. You have absolutely every right to be depressed. And that's my that's the the lesson that I always give to everybody. So right now on the internet people are talking about it a lot and that's the message that I give almost always. So Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. um it's just a I mean, my view is just, you're just like a bag of meat, man, and your brain is the same. And just in the <laughs> yeah. same way that you could end up getting bronchitis, you could have mm -hmm. something in your brain, and it's just... It sucks, dude. It does suck. Yeah. It definitely sucks. And, and of course, you don't want to live with bronchitis or whatever the thing is. You take steps to deal with it, but the insidious thing about depression is that you, you're not coughing, obviously, right? Mm -hmm, it's, mm -hmm. it's not something that is <laughs> yeah. so clear. People are walking around and you have a cough and people are like, are you sick? Yeah. Not the situation at all. Right. It's much more insidious and much harder to recognize in yourself and in other people a lot of the times. And another thing too, which is super important because my whole philosophy on being okay to be depressed is that people guilt you for it, right? If yeah. you come up here, like let's, let's say for you, David, you have the, the nerve problem, right? When you have the nerve problem, you gotta do all the stretching and all the stuff to it, right? And when you tell people you have a nerve problem, everyone's always like, oh, that sucks, David, I hope right. you're good. They don't go like, why do you have a nerve problem? Feel better. Like, why don't you just feel better? Just, I mean, geez. Quit it. Like, what's, I don't have a nerve problem. Why can't you just not have a nerve problem? That's why I bring up the idea of bronchitis or something like that, because nobody would even think this. Right, it's just exactly. Absurd. And that's how we have to approach yeah. depression. Yeah. That is 100%, and that's why I always say, 
Don't ever make anyone feel guilty because when you make someone feel guilty for being depressed, that just makes it that much worse. Yeah. That is absolutely you the worst not way you can do it. Right? That is for sure. Yeah. I mean, I've ha- heard people be like, why can't you just be happy like me? And when I was sitting there, oh. and I was like, no. Easy. I was like, no. Don't ever say that ever again. Have, you know? Have you tried just feeling okay? <laughs> And, and, and honestly, that's that's how it is. So if you do run into someone depressed and you find out they're depressed, go up to them and be like, it's okay to be depressed. Do you want me to do something with you to help distract you? Do you want to go play yeah, some games? Do right. you want to hang out? Do you right. want to do this? Right. You know, don't be like, hey, you know, but I mean, look, your life is good. Like, right. what's there to be depressed right. about? Like, don't that's say those not things. not the issue. Be there to listen. Sometimes they don't want to vent. Yeah. Then just be like, well, can I help you take your mind off of it? Yeah. Just make sure that they know that you're there for them. That was one of the threads I retweeted where uh, this, this, this girl was talking about how one of the keys is just make sure that they don't feel alone. Yeah. Right, which is a big deal, which is also a big deal. So When I have days where I'm feeling depressed or like anhedonia is back, mm-hmm. uh, I rarely notice that. In fact, that's one of the features of it is that oh. you don't notice. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of sleepwalking without mm-hmm. even realizing mm-hmm. it. So my wife realizes it sometimes. She she always realizes it, in fact. Yeah. And she's gotten good at spotting. She it instantly yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And okay. so she'll she'll ask, you know, hey, are you feeling okay? And I try to be honest about it. Uh-huh, and sometimes uh-huh. it's hard to, you know, yeah, to like say yeah, it. But yeah. um, and then and then she'll say something like, hey, w- you know, would you like to talk? Mm-hmm. And if I say yeah, then she'll she'll hang out. And right, if not, yeah. she'll say okay, just let me know, and I'll be downstairs. And that's. Yeah. Just just knowing that she's there and is offering that stuff is, that's great. Like, I don't know what more I could ask. Because right. in that moment, nothing that she's going to, like, do for she There's not, like, a cure for bronchitis like, mm-hmm, in the same mm-hmm. way that there is for mm-hmm. mental stuff yet, unfortunately. So hopefully we get there at some point. Yeah. But I mean, someone says that, yeah, you know, in is. the chat that maybe Atika is actually, was maybe wasn't depressed. It might just have just been kind of, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, insanity in there, which is absolutely... I don't know, yeah. I mean, know. It's... But regardless, it's its all kind of part and parcel of the same thing is that your brain is not working anymore. And when you see somebody doing that, and if he's talking about how these pressures and these things are getting to him, because that's kind of what I read is that yeah, some of the videos, he was just talking about the pressures and everything like that. When you see something like that, sympathy, empathy goes a long way. You know, it really, really helps. its It's funny because... The things that make me cry in movies a lot of the times is like is is sympathy, empathy. You know, one of the scenes that me and my brother and one of our good friends from a long time ago used to joke about crying every time was in Return of the King, mm-hmm. where the hobbits come and they bow and they's like you bow to no one and they all Forget bow to them, it. dude. Every like, time, like yeah, dude. Every I, time. I'm like tearing up right now, <laughs> yeah, dude. For like sure. that, that that kind of empathy, like that kind of like respect, kind every of thing. Time. Yeah, exactly, dude. So me and my friends were always like you bow to no one. Yeah. <laughs> we just yeah. start crying, dude. Yeah. Oh of my course. god, how could you not? Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> Uh, even like the original Mulan cartoon when they all bowed to her at mm-hmm. the very end, that 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 got me every time. I totally time, get dude, it. So. I totally get it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, sympathy, I guess, maybe is about the empathy. Is, empathy is, yeah, uh, is the, a little is harder, it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Um, I I would also say, at least for me, something that's been very helpful, as I mentioned on Twitter today, was was trying to maintain this separate sphere and mm-hmm. to not be. To have certainly like my public 
face and and to oh, I really right. enjoy meeting people and doing this show and streaming. I'm having a blast doing all that stuff. Right. But I would I think not feel the same way about it if mm-hmm. I didn't also have like privacy yeah. and a relatively private social media account and, and, and you, some friends and family and and you know what's really important about what you say about that though is that streaming is like the opposite your job is not to do that I was anymore. just gonna bring that up so yeah, okay, yeah I okay. think I think that that's and for a while I was I didn't want to stream because I felt that maybe too extremely mm-hmm. now I'm now I'm I like it and it's it's something I really enjoy for a couple of few hours but right. to, to have that be like my shtick of Eight to ten hours a day, as some people do. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I, I I need to have the the me time, or the family or friends time, or or even if I'm just sitting around. If my job is to play video games on a stream, right. I want to still play video games for myself sometimes. Right. Like I want to have this these complimentary private things in order to kind of give myself respite yeah. from from always being out there. I mean it was it was interesting it's hard to because be like I know that you know your wife is not one of those you're not like hey look you know and talk about here's you know like bring her into the fighting game community and stuff you know like my ex I I kind of did that yeah. you know I actually was the one that tried to push her to do more stuff in the FGC and everything like that. She's not really as comfortable being on camera and everything like yeah. that. So and I kind of pushed that, but then I didn't create that separation, and yeah. I think that was one of the the problems there as well, because it was almost too public, you know what I mean? And so it was kind of a weird situation. And nowadays, I feel like if I ever started dating somebody else, it would be very much on the down low, you know what I mean? I think that's Which a doesn't great mean idea. I'm not I'm dating someone right now, and I'm not telling <laughs> I anybody. Hear you. I'm just saying like that's probably would actually be the situation. Yeah. Even if they were in the FGC, I would probably try to keep it on the down low. You know, it what makes I mean? sense to me so, yeah. for sure. For sure, mm-hmm. it Justin was suddenly married. You know yeah, I mean? like, exactly. That uh-huh, wasn't uh-huh. actually sudden, but he right. wasn't blabbing about he, it. He's been with her for a while. Yeah, now. he yeah. wasn't blabbing uh-huh. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I mean, because honestly, the last time it it was very public, and that was not easy on either of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For I mean, I remember exactly. instances having where that was not easy. Yeah, yeah, and that's the tricky thing, and that's why, like for me, it's actually been really hard to keep up my stream schedule because a lot of the times I just because I'm an introvert I just need to keep that private time I get it and if you're someone like Atika who I mean clearly I have like this many followers and Atika had like this many followers you feel that pressure to always be that way you don't have that alone time you don't have that you're talking about everything everything's in the public eye and then everybody's trolling you and it's just it's not a fun situation to be in yeah and it's pretty hard to log off if your job depends on you always being logged on Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. exactly I think I think it's I think it's a pretty difficult to do stream and YouTube work full time I don't I would not characterize that as being a cushy Mm -hmm. gig Mm -hmm. I would not absolutely I mean I feel I mean you're not working in a steel mill obviously but you know I mean like it's it is not it's it's mentally taxing in a way that many things are not. Yeah, exactly. Because like even if you're working on a steel mill kind of thing, right? I mean, you it's you could still have your alone time in a weird way. It's why I, I hate open floor planning in mm. programming offices because I feel like it's the same kind of thing. It's nice to have that privacy. And okay. weirdly enough, when I was in a cube high cube walls where I where my sur- web surfing habits were more secret than when I was at open floor planning. I think I surf the web less mm-hmm. in the confined space because my me time got filled much faster looking at less stuff and then I could get back to work. But sense. when I was in the open floor planning, it was just the whole time I'm like, I don't 
like I can't focus. So like, it's it's completely the opposite. So you know, I people companies don't understand that necess necessity, and you know, a lot of companies are trying to be very progressive and change and do cool yeah. things like that. I've always said if I ever ran my own company, I would actually just have a room that was dark with like music that people could just go and sleep. Or I would ha give every Wolverine on my team a sign that they could put at the front of the cube that says, I'm sleeping right now. If I'm not up by this time, then go ahead and wake <laughs> me up because I only plan to sleep for 15 minutes, 20 minutes to power nap. Like, you shouldn't shame anybody for falling asleep at their desk. Like, 100% you shouldn't do Sounds that. Right you know me, what man? I mean? And I just feel like if you give people that and, you know, bring it back to the original topic, you know, I just don't feel like he gave himself that time. It, yeah, I mean... You know, and that's kind of one of the hardest things, so... It's true, Duck Helmet. Is there really any such thing as a cushy gig? Everybody has problems. That's mm -hmm. like a defining mm -hmm. feature of being yeah. human. You're not going to live a perfect life, so... No, I don't think anybody... Probably not many people view their gig, like, internally as cushy. Yeah. Everybody mm -hmm. has issues, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, so... Uh, nobody knows M Jazz V, and they haven't said anything yet. And you know what? Yeah, it doesn't even matter to yeah. me. It, there's, I, it do, no, I don't even care. No need to talk about it. Yeah, I don't even care. So, it's just, it's just, it's a terrible situation. I feel really awful for him and everybody that he knows. And you know, I really do hope that you know. Unfortunately, it's a bad situation. I wish it didn't happen to anybody, but. As it has happened, we as a society can take a look at it and take a look at the internet celebrity and realize what kind of lifestyle that it is creating. And we can all understand how to empathize and treat the internet celebrity, the home celebrities, a little bit more kindly. Not everything is just a joke. No. Not everything is is meme worthy and laughing about them and everything like that. Like, yeah. let's take the time to take these issues seriously so anyways Sounds we went right on much longer about that than i yeah, thought yeah it's an important to. topic but yeah so yeah all right well anything else to go over today uh no i think that's good i think that's good oh wow zero raised 10k in under two hours for suicide prevention charity wow that is really that's great. really awesome yeah d1 was really close to him as well i, I saw him tweet about it uh -huh. well I mean, his tweet was literally just dot, dot, dot. And that was like yeah. it. Like, there's just nothing he can say. Yeah. That's... So, yeah. So. so, yeah, that's the situation. But, um, I mean, back to fighting game stuff. You know, CEOs this weekend. It's a big event. It's going to be we'll part be of all the tours. We'll be there. Please it's say hello if you fun. see us. Yeah, and if you can't make it, watch it and enjoy yep. some good fighting games. And enjoy some good wrestling, too. Yeah. Although it probably won't be streamed if it's pay-per-view, right? Probably not going to be streamed this time, right? I got news for you about pe what people do in terms of pay-per-view and streaming, James. But, you know, hey. Dude. Come on. It's your buddy Jabaley's thing. Like, don't. Yeah. I, dude, do you, do you remember that one guy who actually streamed the pay-per-view wrestling and sat down in a chair and had a controller? I do. And I was do. pretending to play the wrestling game while Genius. he was streaming? Genius. That guy was... Oh, dude. House, I mean, with especially the oh, it was UFC. UFC that's right. was it? Okay. With how realistic games are looking, I mean, maybe you Genius. know, you just didn't know. Dude. <laughs> Seriously, so that was awesome. So, all right. Okay. Say hello to us at CEO. If not, see us on the internet. Uh, again, as far as picking show topics goes, tomorrow, the. 
process opens where you can submit ideas that will run every Wednesday until the end of the weekend. And then come Monday and Tuesday, it's time for voting. So anybody can suggest an idea, do so on YouTube comments or at TV on Twitter. And then once we've gotten topics, I'll send them out to everybody to vote on for Twitch subscribers and Patreon subscribers. Yep. It would be and cool if you all helped out. Yeah, and also, you know, just don't forget to support the Patreon and subscribe because then you get to vote on these things and you also support us, which is cool. We're definitely trying to do more stuff and I hope this is like proof of concept about yeah. it. So <laughs> we're trying to be less lazy and dickish about yeah, it, okay? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all right. All right. Dang, you got the MP3 now? I just downloaded it on MP3, uh, so. Well, I, well I, I, I downloaded it on MP3, so. It's totally fine. Yeah. Let me know if you guys can hear that on the stream. I turned it up a little bit. <laughs> Not lazy enough to run a show for four to five plus eight years, M Jazz. Four or five sounds easy. We're on eight, eight years. It's crazy. It's wild. Dude. Yeah, I know. Uh.